Hey everyone, uh, it's your boy Shweezy here. Um, so, uh, no easy way for me to really say this, but uh, recently my father, most of you know, if you've heard stories on the podcast before, know him as Papa Schweg. Some people know him as Tim Schwegler. Uh, some people know him as Coach. Uh, he just recently passed away. Um, I do want to continue to talk about him. I will be talking about him uh, a lot more on the main show, uh, but uh, as for right now, uh, what I wanted to make this uh, this specific podcast slash video for is uh, uh, because uh, one of the great things about podcasting, and I'm, I'm very happy I did this at this point, was I got to have my dad on the show on my old podcast and a couple times on the new one, many a uh, couple times now. I think we have about three hours of audio of him talking, uh, those of you who know him know he loved he he loved public speaking, he loved talking, and I think that's probably where I get that from, but uh, I'm going to miss him dearly. But uh, So what I did here today, uh, I'll be done talking soon, but uh, what I did today was uh, combine all of his appearances on any podcast I've ever recorded, because uh, I, I know at least, at least he, since he's no longer here with us, I at least know that he... Uh, all, everything he said on these, he was happy with saying, and uh, I want to miss him forever. And so I just, uh, this is for me, and this is for anyone else who misses him. I know he's going to have a lot of friends who don't usually listen to this sh- uh, to my podcast, which is probably good. I don't think they'd be too interested in uh, some of the dumb and goofy things I have to say. Uh, but uh, I know a lot of people miss him too, and so uh, I'm glad I got record of this, and I'm glad we have some sort of... Uh, you know, historical type of thing that we can always remember him by from now and for the future to come. So I'll stop talking now uh, because you will hear me talk a lot more on all these, but you'll hear him talk much too. He talks about family, growing up, his family, mom's family, uh, and a bunch of other things too, and other just and other silly arguments as well. Uh, I'm just very happy I got to record all these with him uh, while he was with us. I'm going to miss him forever. Uh, but I'm going to be talking about him a lot more on uh, the main show. So I hope you enjoy this. This is the best of Papa Schweg. And uh, enjoy. All right. Awesome. So great sponsors for today. And so typically right after this, we usually do some music and then I go with my interview. But you guys are my interview for today. So this is a little bit weird. So we're not even going to have to press stop on the recording. So that's going to be really cool. So we've had, we're having a lot of fun this Christmas. I came up here on Thursday. It's Saturday, the 23rd, as we're recording this episode. And so I drove eight hours from Nashville up to Kirksville, Missouri. Uh, a lot of people ask uh, where you guys live on the show. What's the best way to describe where Kirksville geographically is? Well, if you, it's three hours. We're in the north part of Missouri. It's three hours from uh, St. Louis and it's three hours from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're from the state of Missouri, some people may not know where Kirksville's at. You just go to Columbia, Missouri, which mm-hmm. is the University of Missouri's there. Go north, mm-hmm. 80 miles, and you, you yeah. run into Kirksville. So Pretty. that's kind of like the, the, the native description of how to get here. Mm-hmm. And then we also want to try – so mom is from here. She's not from Kirksville, but she's from outside of Kirksville. So, so they made it to Kirksville. How do you get to where you're from, Edina, Missouri? Um, <laughs> go east. It's just 25 miles east. So it's like you go to the middle of nowhere, then go 25 miles east of the middle of nowhere. It's the best way to describe it. 
Okay. <laughs> well, you know, if you, if you get that urban mentality of nowhere, well, how do you define nowhere? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. So, yeah. Yeah. The urban. The yeah. Urban. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's the mentality you take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if I can get lost in, you know, you can get lost in the middle of nowhere, you can get lost in the middle of a city. Well, you just got to learn go. the moss grows on the north side of the tree. That's well, the that's the main tree. Uh, not really. It does. It actually grows. That's that's an urban myth. Okay. Because actually moss can grow all the way around the tree. Okay. That yeah. is, okay, that's a fun fact. Yeah, so. that you, you know, your listeners can check that out. Take, it, take it from the natives. So. If you don't believe me, there are there are episodes of Survivor Man, <laughs> and he actually, Les Stroud actually says that in the show itself, so... Um, yeah, it does. That's not always the way it works. That's the one with Bear Grylls, right? No, that's no Les Stroud. Okay, Survivor Man. Yeah. Okay. And so he, I, he, he, you know, had a pretty regular series for a while. He's getting mm-hmm. older. I don't think he can yeah. do the do it like he used to. So he, he just pops a show every once in a while. He has a website too. I'm not going to yeah. push his website, but, yeah. <laughs> but he's got a website too and everything. But yeah, it doesn't always grow. All does he? Does he always? He's not the one who drinks. So Bear Girls drinks his pee. This, uh, no, um, I've never seen Les Stroud recommend that or do that on mm-hmm. a show. It's like, well, we just fouled the airplane. Yeah. We got to drink our pee. That's but the, yeah, I, he's Canadian. Maybe only mm-hmm. British people do it. Uh, Canadians don't. I don't know. I mm-hmm. just yeah. Because we're going to see for Christmas, our Christmas day, we're going to see my cousin Jody. Correct. Is that is that still the plan? Unless they kick mm-hmm. us out. Mm-hmm. So and so that's my mom's niece. My dad's uh, niece-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> say it that way. I think yeah. you can just still say not niece. a blood, not a blood niece. So my cousin, like... and she just had a kid named Porter, and so we were having a discussion about Porter the other day. <laughs> Jody's not going to be too excited. I, she might not listen. I don't know. So, but yeah, I I think Porter's kind of a chubby baby, which there's nothing wrong with a chubby baby. But mom was kind of upset that I was calling him chubby. Mm-hmm. Well, he he's a lot like you when you were a baby. Mm-hmm. So well, I guess whatever you think about that, it's all on your it's your side genetics. I think. And he's just like, you know, but he was only like seven pounds when he was born. Where like kid like the witty children. That's my mom's maiden name. Uh, we'll get more into that later. But uh, the kids are like what eight nine pounds like hams, right? Well, yeah, I won't get into that. I use that in class, but mm-hmm. um, the average average baby is about seven and a half pounds, roughly. Mm-hmm. So he was pretty small for a witty well. He, so was he seven? Was he seven? <laughs> for our, gen, for our genetics, seven? he was pretty yeah, small. But yeah, and that typically most babies now are a little bit like eight or nine pounders. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of preemies and stuff, mm-hmm. it it brings down the yeah. You know, if you, the that, statistics if you do the averages, it brings it down. So and so if you look like even twenty thirty years ago, the average size of babies the same mm-hmm. um, from from because of the the wide range now. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's healthy. That's all. I mean, yeah, I'm you sure your readers are. I mean, I, they're, they're probably really excited yeah, to hear about really excited about this. This, uh, this is probably just like he's class, like, we need so. more Porter on the show. Yeah, or <laughs> can't even talk yet. We but, need to know about yeah, but uh, baby weight. But yeah, so I learned how to make a southern dish, and so that's what I'm bringing. Mom makes these incredible meatballs. Are you going to give out the secrets on the show, or are you just going to keep that a family secret? No oh no, it's a family secret. Okay, yeah. so we're keeping our no meat. Way, yeah. And I got to say, these meatballs are good. So, you, what do you think of like when meatballs? You know, it's just like more like spaghetti type meatballs. These are the not that they're they're at least there's like mushroom so- soup with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, these are really phenomenal. I cannot express how phenomenal these meatballs are. So that's our family secret. You, you could probably do it. You could do a tomato sauce or something with it. Yeah, we. I mean, you, you, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's like the same good. concept, probably. Probably the same concept. I yeah, just, uh, I just listen to her orders. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, a lot I mean, of times I mix it up and stuff. Yeah, I just could, assume you that's you could, marriage. Could, they could be in spaghetti meatballs. I'd eat those. Yeah, they could probably they'd probably yeah. work. But she makes the best cookies 
of anyone on earth. So they're just like, you know, my mom, I, I have I arguments with my friends, like, my mom makes the best cookies ever. You know, my mom, no, actually my mom makes, I'm like, no, my mom makes, like, she, like, because she actually, most people just, like, like crispy cookies and that is not what cookies are supposed to be like if you like slightly bend them they're supposed to fall apart immediately that's how cookies are supposed to be Ooh, just well yeah kirksville is only a town of seventeen thousand. no this is we're talking about the entire world oh world well i know but uh if you came to kirksville you could run into somebody that's eating her cookies yeah you could because of high school and stuff yeah uh she made enough of them for all your because we talked about all the like, groups you were in because yeah. we had when we were in like band or like in jazz band in high school and stuff like that we would have like each uh, grade would just bring their own like food or whatever like a certain dish and then just like always somehow my class ended up with cookies and desserts i don't know how that happened but my class always ended up so i had to go hey mom uh, we need you to make cookies and she's like oh all right you know the typical suburban mom uh <laughs> go make cookies for your kids whatever out of the middle of nowhere mom out of the middle of nowhere yeah. mom, since you keep bringing that up yeah go ahead. middle of nowhere but yeah but so yeah if there's any secret with edina it's probably there's some cookie recipe there locked away uh the bottom like bearing lake probably you have to get like a submarine and you have to dig it out or get it out of my mom. I think that's probably the other secret. That would be she would probably under torture. I, th- I don't think you'd crack. I don't think she would. As far as your cookie recipe goes, I'll say this: one time I tried to make the cookies and they turned out horrible. <laughs> so there's like something in the way my mom actually like makes them. Like it's not you. You just can't read the what, recipe. What's the secret ingredients? Love. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. I mean, so yeah. It's definitely, um, yeah. It's definitely not an easy task to make. So. Because I'm assuming, like, if she would just make me have to make them, and they're horrible. So, and these are chocolate chip cookies. Let's let's be real here. Probably the hardest cookie to make. Yeah, but you you also do sugar cookies mm-hmm. well. Her sugar cookies are good too. You've got a couple other kind of cookies that you do mm-hmm. that are pretty good. Our family's yeah. a very cookie aficionados, <clears throat> I would say. Oh yes, <laughs> we're just like we consume large quantities uh, mm-hmm. at times. I'm not a big sweets person, but her cookies are pretty good. Of course, here's the deal with cookies. She makes a batch of cookies, and they're always for somebody. Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, I try to watch out how much sugar. I, I save my sugar for Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. We, we yeah. Can, we can get into that later if you want. Yeah. But uh, I save that for Dr. Pepper. So I don't try to eat much, but uh, she's always having me sampling to make mm-hmm. sure they're okay. And mm-hmm. So they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, I know. Well, it was just like uh, when I was in college, you know, like if my mom would bake me some cookies and I would like bring them, bring them back to Warrensburg with me, what we would do and people would try them. They're like, oh my gosh, these are so good. I'm like, yeah, now you can see why I'm a little overweight, huh? <laughs> so it was a good, it was a good joke for, uh, for college. It worked for a while. It worked for a while. Now, now that I live in the South, it's kind of like, I'm from the Midwest and like, I'm about 15 pounds overweight, like exactly, uh, <laughs> It's like the it's typical of the Midwest. It's like fifteen pounds overweight, almost exactly. So you find the app what body weight you're supposed to be for like your height, and then add fifteen pounds, and you pretty much guess someone's weight. Yeah, for a lot of people, that's true. So I bet. So since you're talked about a lot on the show, a lot of people are wanting to know a little bit about your backstories and a little bit of other things with the show. So Dad, we're going to start off with you. Okay. So you're not from Kirksville. No, I'm or not, Kansas. I'm not from Kirksville or Kansas. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in, in, uh, North St. Louis County, mm-hmm. but, uh, my dad, uh, is from, uh, the Northern part of the Ozarks. Okay. So, uh, I spent a lot of time there. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of 
My dad was basically a hillbilly. Your grandfather <laughs> was basically a hillbilly, which is nothing bad about that. I mean, there's some unique things about that, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I spent a lot of time there, so um, had a little bit of an accent, Ozark accent, mm-hmm. kind of. And uh, when you go to first grade, when you go to kindergarten and stuff in there, yeah. and you start using an accent, that's not good because mm-hmm. you get beat up. So I was a pretty quiet kid growing up. Yeah. Um, plus, I had a, a, a couple of speech problems, which okay. two years of therapy got me through uh, later on in life. But um, so I've got a little mix about that, the Ozarks and, and St. Louis, mm-hmm. North St. Louis County. Uh, I grew up pretty close, t- uh, with within about two miles of where the Ferguson stuff happened. Yeah, I remember you were telling me that. <clears throat> and um, the Ferguson thing, you know, when you when you saw it on on, it only happened within about a half mile mm-hmm. of one road. Yeah, that was the main thing called West West Florissant. Yeah, I grew um, and actually. The one, the person who got shot, if they would went to elementary school, they wouldn't went to the same mm-hmm. elementary school I went to. So it was kind of yeah, like the whole area, like North North County was like, mm-hmm. you know, under a siege or something. It was only like a half mile stretch where all the protests took place yeah. and the shooting took place and everything there. So uh, uh, <clears throat> it was a, you know, where I grew up was a working class s- suburb, mm-hmm. I can say, but mine was a little more spaced out. I mean. We didn't have houses on top of each other. Yeah, um, we had actually an acre of, of yard, which mm-hmm. was nice growing up playing and yeah. stuff like that. A lot, there was a lot of woods you could go to, mm-hmm. which the Ozark thing kind of, you know, I'd hit for the woods to play a lot when, mm-hmm. we, when we were young. So it was it was a good thing. The, the nice thing about it when you went to high school, everyone had about the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that I thought that was kind of cool because mm-hmm. uh, you know if somebody had a car. When you got to high school, no one had a brand new car. Yeah. Everybody had a car. If they had a car, you probably had a used car a few years. And, mm-hmm. you know, they had a job to kind of fix it up and stuff. Yeah. And everything. So, no, you know, everybody was the same economic thing. Now, when mm-hmm. I went to college, I realized, That's you know, you, you think you know everything, but, but some people have a lot more money than other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, re, I realized that when I went to college. So, it was, it was a good environment to grow up in. Um, you know, my parents had a really rough life growing, when they were mm-hmm. growing up. So, uh, you know, a lot of people you know, always blame their parents for everything that in their life, but mm-hmm. my parents did the best they could. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all parents just do the best they can yeah. and just go from there. But, um, you know, uh, my dad you know, was in the Ozarks. Depression hit. They moved to the yeah. city, which was the worst thing in the world to do because mm-hmm. at least out there you could grow your own food. Yeah. A lot of your own food. You moved in there and didn't. Mm-hmm. So he's from a large family, a blended family. His, his uh, My uh Dad's mom or my grandmother, which I'd never met, died when he was like f- five or six. Ooh, yeah. So, um, you know, he knew her but didn't know her very well, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. So, and then my grandfather, who was not a nice person, I, I never got within 20 feet of my dad, a grandfather. Mm-hmm. My dad wouldn't let me come too yeah. close to him. I, and I'm not going to go into the details of that why, but you can kind of figure it out. Probably, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, so actually, when he was 16, he quit school. And rode a coaster bike about 120 miles back to an area and got a job. Uh, he got free room and board, and mm-hmm. I think he got a, I can't remember, like 25 cents a month or something. Okay. Which, which he was thought was great. More. <laughs> you know, he got to eat everything he wanted and everything mm-hmm. like that. And my mom, uh, during the Depression, um, and this was, this was not uncommon, uh, there was four in the family, and they decided... They couldn't afford four kids, so mm-hmm. they had to pick one of the kids to go live in an orphanage. Mm-hmm. And my mom was picked, yeah. so she went to the orphanage. And then 
um, was fostered. Uh, that was about when she was about 13, okay. 12 or 13. And they, then she lived in foster homes all the way to 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom and dad went out and eloped after that. My dad was 20, to, like, yeah, 19. And he was, mm-hmm. She was 18. And they went out <coughs> and eloped. Mm-hmm. So with that, so, uh, and then life started for them. But, you know, that's kind of a little bit of background stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, Grandpa was in World War II. He was in World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, he spent a lot of things. Like this time of year, I always think about him because he was in Bastogne. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some people call it the Battle of the Bulge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in a foxhole on the south side of Bastogne. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> stopped a few tanks from coming in. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and he, he's a Bronze Star winner. Okay, yeah. And stuff like that. So, um, yeah, he good background. But, you know, he, he suffered from even 40 years later. He had, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I just went blank. Uh, PT, he, uh, PTSD? Yeah, he suffered from that 40 years after the fact. I mean, like, I, I don't they didn't even have it. They, they, it. I mean, they didn't have that diagnosed back then. Mm-hmm. But he, he'd wake up in cold sweats. Yeah, it would be like, I think they call it shell shock, maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, he lost a lot of buddies. Mm-hmm. On that, on, in, you know, War Two, and um, you know, it just it still you know haunted them. Yeah. You know, people don't uh, the effect. You know, they didn't have a name for it back then. Mm-hmm. But you know, those emphasis. So you know, guys coming back from Vietnam, guys coming back from the you know Middle East. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I got a lot of sympathy for them. Not sympathy, but that's not the wrong word. But empathy, mm-hmm. I guess, would be a better word for them. You know what they're going through. Yeah. Because it, it is tough. They got to battle them, and, and mm-hmm. we. You know, as a society, we've got to, um, you know, support them as much as we can. See, I know my friend Curtis, he's in the Air Force. He went to Afghanistan for a couple months. And, like, so now every, like, six months they give him a call, like, are you, you doing okay? Yeah. And stuff like that. But, but yeah, Grandpa's in World War Two, so he's cooler. Pretty cool in my book. Well, yeah, he was a, you know, I, the thing with him was, you know, he called back and in, in one time someone came in, well, your dad was a hero, and, and he didn't want to hear that. He mm-hmm. said the guys that were heroes were the guys that came back injured or mm-hmm. something you know or the guys that didn't come back yeah he didn't he just considered war two is that you he, you went you did your job mm-hmm. it needed to be done and you came back he was mm-hmm. always sympathetic for vietnam because vietnam there wasn't really a, a purpose it was kind of hanging on we should have got out yeah. of there earlier i think history is going to find out you know uh, it records that we should have got out of there a lot earlier mm-hmm. than we did <clears throat> we wouldn't have the problems we had you know he's very sympathetic to them yeah and stuff like that so um and he was, my dad was very democratic, very <laughs> democratic. And uh, when when the Bush first first desert storm, I guess, mm-hmm. was coming there, he was all for that. They went in, kind of took over, and then they got mm-hmm. out. Yeah. He, he was not into staying somewhere for a long time mm-hmm. and stuff. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people told me, well, he's a hero, and I get but he wouldn't have wanted you to say that about mm-hmm. him. He just said, I did my job, and all I wanted to do is, he wanted to go home. As soon as he could go home, he had enough points. He got mm-hmm. home. Um, you know, uh, he was there, you know, in 44, you know, to uh, end of 45. He, I guess he marched in the parade in 46 in New York City. Mm-hmm. Got some clippings downstairs okay. in a scrapbook about that. Um, so he did that. He got back as quick as he just wanted to get life. And a lot of those guys just want to get back to normal life. Mm-hmm. You know, they just wanted to get back to normal life, yeah. you know. And that's why the baby boomers started then, because mm-hmm. everybody wanted to start families. Just wanted and, to live you know, and, and the normal he, thing. He was one of the older guys, too. That's Most of the guys were, when my uh, my dad got drafted, or your grandfather got drafted, he was 23, 24. Mm-hmm. When he got drafted, most guys were 18 to 20. Yeah. They got drafted, so he was a little older mm-hmm. with that. And, um, he, you know, he didn't get drafted till 43. 
Okay. So um, something like that. I might be off a little bit, a few months. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he didn't get drafted till then. Uh, so that that was a little different. He was one of the older guys, which mm-hmm. kind of makes him a little unique in that. Because mm-hmm. most guys were, you know, 18 to 20, mm-hmm. 21 at the most, you know. So, yeah. So. It was cool. Um, but I know I like to tell people because your sister and my or my Aunt Judy was kind of, is kind of a, a grandparent figure to me. Yes. And so this is actually – because I always have to explain this anytime I tell anyone, I'm going to see my Aunt Judy. And it's like, well, she's kind of like my grandma to me. Mm-hmm. And so explain that sto- – explain like why – like especially like being the later a later baby. Yeah, there's 16 and a half years gap mm-hmm. between us um, if I counted the numbers right. A six and a half year gap mm-hmm. with that, so that's that's a unique. She was born actually before World War II, mm-hmm. and when she when my dad came back, you're like I don't know who yeah. this person is because mm-hmm. she didn't, you know, what I'm saying because yeah. he's gone for a good chunk mm-hmm. of time. Uh, so that that that's a little different. So um, I've got a nephew that's two and a half years younger mm-hmm. than me. Um, so it's her first, you know, and yeah. she had him at nineteen. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of unique. So a lot of times people would think that I was her son, mm-hmm. sometimes like that and everything. And so, uh, but it was kind of funny on, on both your grandparents' deathbeds where they had, they, they said, take care of your sister, which I'm the youngest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, well, it's supposed to be the other way around. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, they go, no, take care of your sister. You take, so, you know, that's, I took on that responsibility mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or to look out for her as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's kind of unique in that situation. Mm-hmm. And um, you had an uncle that's ten years older than me, yeah, and stuff. He passed away um, uh, late nineties mm-hmm. uh, with that. So there was a gap. So even between them, they were a gap, but they were pretty close. Mm-hmm. They were pretty close. I, you know, I was to say we were really close at the time. Probably, you know, it, there's a big gap. Age, mm-hmm. it's hard to be yeah. to connect as much. But you know, um, I know your aunt and I. Came a lot closer after your grandparents passed away, mm-hmm. as kind of due to your grandparents' wishes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. So my aunt. So every time I have to explain to someone, it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go see my aunt Judy. Uh, she's six. So it's pretty much she is. She was 16 years older than my dad, and then so and then when she was 19. Uh, she had her first kid, mm-hmm. and so I have a cousin who's two years younger than my dad, and so he's kind of like an uncle, but and then like like my dad because because yeah. you were kind kind of it was a, in a sense like you were kind of siblings in a little bit yeah a little bit yeah we got yeah and he is mm-hmm. he is um, and he he had a, my other nephew uh, is ten years younger than me mm-hmm. so there's a little bit of gap between them yeah. not much but they they grew up together mm-hmm. and, and there's divorce and. Yeah, they lived separate sometimes um, with that, so that's a little different. But mm-hmm. Steve and I, we have we have history together. Yeah, let's just put it that you way. You could tell like when we go see yeah. each other. And when you were, yeah, you could tell, and, and uh, we are alike in some ways. We're totally different in other ways. Mm-hmm. And he has kids our age, so yeah. And then yeah, that's a unique thing with that. So so um, and then I have cousins like I guess they're second cousins, I think. They're taking technically my age, so they're like normal cu- first cousins. Yeah, and so it's a unique. Yeah, it's unique. Well, what happens when I was an oops baby? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, Timmy the t- Timmy the tumor, right? Timmy, t- t- you want me to tell that? Yeah, story? Yeah, tell that. That's a good All story. Right. Okay, so that's. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you for me telling this story. What happened was. Um, my mom wasn't supposed to have any more kids. Mm-hmm. They suggested not to her. She had health problems all through her life. Mm-hmm. Part of that's because of her childhood. Mm-hmm. I won't go into that detail right now. So, uh, you know, they had the first two, and then here I am 10 years later coming around. And and uh, so they went to the doctor, and they thought she had cancer, maybe mm-hmm. a tumor. 
So they took an X-ray, and after the X-ray, you're not, you don't have a tumor, you're pregnant. <laughs> so uh, that's so. So that, yeah, the idea of Timmy the tumor came up mm-hmm. and with that. So and everything. So I always get an excuse for my behavior if I act that weird. Mm-hmm. I had X-rays through my head, mm-hmm. as you know, in the womb. So yeah. I've got an excuse. So mm-hmm. any any behavior I have, <laughs> I think I, I, in court I can document mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, that I'm it's okay. a smart thing. Yeah, so, so that's we, how it works. We got enough. You, Mom, you've been awfully quiet, so we want. I want to talk about you. You grew up uh, in not Edina. You grew up in Baring, Missouri. Well, actually, I my first nine years I grew up on a farm on mm-hmm. the county line mm-hmm. by Greensburg, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was a farmer, and the population my, of Greensburg. Got to tell them what, what the population. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like fifteen. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, maybe, but, maybe forty. Yeah, maybe forty. Let's be generous. Yeah. Maybe so 40. we lived in a, on a farm, and my dad was a, a really successful farmer. And my mom um, was, a, was a homemaker who probably works harder than I've ever worked, mm-hmm. gardening and cooking for hired men mm-hmm. and um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, I know we have my great-grandma McReynolds, right? Yes. I feel like we need to know a little bit about her. <laughs> oh, well, her name was Beulah um, McReynolds, and she lived to be 98 years old. In her 90s, she was still raising hogs and on a roof, roofing her house. She was very, um, she loved you and your brother mm-hmm. and all of her grandkids a lot. Mm-hmm. And she had a lot. Great <laughs> yes. grandkids, yeah. Yeah. You got to tell, well, we pulped up one time, we went to visit her before mm-hmm. you guys were born, and we we drive up there, and there she's on the roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fixing some singles. I said, Grandma, you need to come down and stuff. I can do that for you and stuff. Like she's she's mm-hmm. in her late eighties, up yeah. on a roof, you know, up on a roof, off mm-hmm. a ladder. I'm going, Oh my gosh. You know, so that was that was quite the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well was it what what did you tell me? Because her husband passed away when she was like in her seventies, right? Right. And so what was the story about like men like wanting to be her suitor? Oh or whatever? yeah, she had men writing her letters and wanting them to <laughs> wanting her to date. And she said, No, I don't want another old man to take care of. <laughs> So, if you want to think about like powerful women in this world, that was my great grandma McReynolds. Yeah, she was she was uh, very unique. So, which was really funny because when you, I remember, Dad, you told me that when you mom started dating, you you had uh, both grandma McReynolds and her mom's dad, and you were just like worried about getting the rest of the family. Like, I'm like, well, I think you got like the what you needed well, covered. G- grandma McReynolds took a little more time. Mm-hmm. Her dad. We got along pretty well mm-hmm. from almost beginning and stuff, so that that went good. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have to worry about that part. Uh, but Grandma took a little longer, mm-hmm. you know, to come around. That's because sure. I know most most guys when they're like dating, it's like, oh, I got to like be good impression for her dad. So you got lucky, I guess, on both. Yeah, parts. it was on that part. And then Grandma took a little while, mm-hmm. took a little longer, but then you know, I as long I, as they I come around, fa- I fell in the favor. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially when we got married, I really fell in the mm-hmm. favor. I, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Knew you were serious. But, Mom, yeah, and then so you both went, and so going up, you both, so middle of nowhere, uh, what, Greensville? Greensburg. Greensburg. But it was the farm, so it was wasn't the farm. even in town. The Greensburg yeah. farm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you grew up here, and then St. Louis. There's a pretty big mileage gap between St. North St. Louis and Greensburg. So I think everyone wants to know how you, both of you met. Well, um, we were both runners in college, mm-hmm. and I uh, was running uh, for Truman State University, which was Northeast Missouri mm-hmm. State University, and your dad was a teacher at Kirksville High School and the track coach there, and he was also running marathons at the time, mm-hmm. and friends of my track coach. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, yeah. So what would I do is some of the guys I knew on the team mm-hmm. kept contact. Uh, and what I would do after I get off at Kirksville High, I would come down a couple of days a week mm-hmm. and run with the guys at the college, mm-hmm. uh, which you can't do now. NCAA doesn't allow you to do that. That's mm-hmm. illegal. But anyway, but you could do it back then. So uh, I just happened to see her. Mm-hmm. Actually, first time you want to tell her about the first time I saw you? You want me to say? First time I saw her, she was on a date with another guy mm-hmm. in South Pizza Hut okay. in Kirksville. Now, why is a town of 17,000 have two pizza huts? I don't know, but we do. <laughs> Okay, I will. I'll you know you can you can rant and rave about that one, but uh, I saw her pizza. And I go, wow, there's something special about this girl. And then later on, um, I saw her later in, in that was in July, and I didn't see her again until like November. Mm-hmm. And then you know, then I thought about December, trying to ask her out, mm-hmm. and that you know, and I, I'm four years older than she is. Mm-hmm. I you know, I understand it was kind of picky. So I mean, strange. Here's this guy four <laughs> year older, and she's a junior in college. Um, so that was, that was kind of strange. So I tried to handle it the best I could, but she turned me down like three times. Okay. And then I've never asked any girl out more than once. Mm-hmm. If I, I, and I got turned down a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I'm used to got turned down. That was no big deal. But I know if, if girl turned down once, I go, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm finished with her. Obviously, you don't want to be like too hassle. Like, go, on, go on to the next mm-hmm. one. But this one, I thought there was something special about her. So, And then we went on, by, by January, we went on our first date, mm-hmm. technically. So mom, and so what I'm hearing is dad wore you down. Pretty much. Because mm-hmm. I just say your roommates, because this was before cell phones, and so he had to call, like, your dorm phone. Right. Correct? And so you, and so with situations like that for the younger listeners out there, this was just, like, one phone, and you shared with all your roommates. Right. And so when Dad would call and you didn't answer, what would happen? Well, my roommates really didn't want me to go out with them. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't go out with anybody. Well, pretty much. Because you had a past. <laughs> of going out with a lot of guys that weren't that that weren't it didn't work out very well. How's that? Maybe so. Okay. And so they just particularly didn't kind of said, "Well, she's not home" or something like that <laughs> to him, so he couldn't talk to me. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's smart. I mean, like, but now, like, obviously, that's not a problem anymore. You don't have like your roommates picking up your phone. No, but we they come and visit here mm-hmm. every once in a while, and I'm supposed to be nice to them. You know, <laughs> like, you know, back in the moment, I am nice to them, but in the back of my mind, you're just, the one. It's we, like you're just we, waiting for your. We moment. wouldn't even have been here if I would have followed your directions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so on. True. Yeah, yeah. No, she would never have this house, or. Uh, but yeah, you're both runners, so like you both ran in college. So yes, I was a distance runner. Mm-hmm. She was a sprinter. star crossed. Well, seven, she's a you know a small school seven times state champion. That's pretty good mm-hmm. in high school, and then she set several school records in college. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't do sports and are just listening because it's a music podcast, my dad he was a long distance. So what he would do, he would run like thirty miles or something close to that. Well, a marathon's twenty six point two. I got into that. I tried to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't quite get to where I wanted to go, but that's, so, you know, that's life. And so, and my mom was a sprinter, so that means she ran short distances, but she had to be really fast. So for, like, my dad, it was not the fact of going fast, it's just that keeping up the endurance and keeping up speed. And with my mom, it was just, just run as fast as you can. <laughs> that's right. Just, Pretty much. You, you don't have to run that, you don't have to run that far, you just gotta be fast. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, is there any other thing, because you're a track coach, dad. Is there- yeah, I, I I still consider myself a teacher first mm-hmm. and then, uh, or instructor, um, 
Yeah, I never really wanted to get in the coaching thing, mm-hmm. but everything, every job I could get had a connection. Mm-hmm. Coaching gave me an a open door if I do both. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I taught high school, and that got me. I, I mean, I mm-hmm. interviewed a couple. I mean, I wouldn't even get an interview for a job unless I could coach. Mm-hmm. So I took that, I, you know, the open doors for me. And then I went to grad school after mm-hmm. four years of teaching high school. <clears throat> and then afterwards, doors kind of opened up. I could, you know, um, mm-hmm. so... But I still consider myself a teacher first, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm deep into it mm-hmm. in the coaching part. At this point. Yeah. He is the head coach of Truman State uh, cross country and track and field. Yes, I am. And so, and my mom also has a lot of uh, coaching experience too, correct? Because cause you, what did you, actually, let me ask you this, Dad. I'll ask you this first and I'll ask Mom. Uh, what did you study in college? Uh, undergraduate, um, I was a sociology undergrad mm-hmm. but I got a I got a unique degree at at, at Truman it was a, a education degree so it's mm-hmm. a it's a BSE a Bachelor of Ed- mm-hmm. Science of Education in sociology but I was certified to teach all the social sciences yeah including history so I got that and I got a minor what you call now exercise science mm-hmm. okay so you know I taught four years and I went to grad school and I just flipped flipped my minor to made my minor my master's mm-hmm. which limited what schools I could go to mm-hmm. And Truman let me back in, yeah, and uh, that worked out real good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So. And mom, what did you study? I started out as a physical education major, and then I switched to elementary education um, and got a double um, major. And then I've got my master's degree in teaching of reading. Mm-hmm. I'm an elementary teacher. I teach first grade. I've taught 32 years. I know. So, like, when you see my mom, like, watch, every time I'm now I have to watch her, like, with kids, she's, like, very, I can see her just, all right, get in a straight line. <laughs> and then, then the fear, like, cripples, creaks down their back, and they get, and they get in straight she line. She has yeah. this weird, go ahead. I actually even taught Sam in kindergarten. I know. Yeah. I was in timeout a lot. She's got this, <laughs> she's got this strange way she could be, like, Mary Poppins, like a Mary Poppins, where Mary yeah. Poppins kept you, kept you in line, but you were happy about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot, you know, she's been called Mary Poppins before. <laughs> and she does a lot of songs and stuff like that. She's a very good elementary teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, some people go, oh, she's the, you know, somebody's the best. You know, I, there's a lot of people that are really good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good singers in the world, a lot of good yeah. musicians in mm-hmm. the world. You know, but she's in a good class. I mean, she's way up there. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And so also another thing I want to talk about, because, yeah, you both coaches, but this isn't the first place you didn't. We haven't lived here forever. We lived in Kansas for a while. So yes. I, w- I want to talk about that because people are very curious about me because, like, I tell them, well, I lived in Kansas for 13 years, but then I lived in Missouri for 10 years. And so then they wonder how I'm both a Kansas Jayhawks fan and a Cardinals fan. And so, like, that's really confusing to some people because they would assume, oh, you're probably a Royals fan or, like, oh, you're probably a Mizzou fan or, you know. So explain, like, why we lived in Kansas for a while and then we moved to Missouri. Well, it just got a. We had a job out of grad when I get out of grad school. She mm-hmm. was teaching, and she also worked on her master's in the mm-hmm. summers and took some night classes and got her master's. Um, the job came open, and we moved mm-hmm. to Highland, Kansas, a sleepy little town of a thousand people, mm-hmm. twenty-three miles west of Can- uh, St. Joseph, Missouri, the mm-hmm. home of the Pony Express mm-hmm. or the start of the Pony Express. And uh, so we just, you know, I thought we'd stay there three or four years, mm-hmm. but next thing you know, and then we had. You guys, mm-hmm. you, you and your brother, and we thought it was a pretty good place to raise kids mm-hmm. as far as the elementary school goes, part goes, and um, that's how we stayed there. I mean, it's a, it's a quirky little town. It's very – there's a show on Netflix called The Ranch. I don't know if you watched it. It's like a small 
farm town. And I'm like, it kind of reminds me of uh, Highland a li- in a little bit. Like, I'm like, okay, it, but it's definitely just like stuck in time. It's stuck in time. Mm-hmm. Um, we we you know it's been 11 years, 12 years, almost 12 mm-hmm. years since we lived there. We go back to, there for a couple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some hall. A couple of people have gotten in the hall of fame from track, mm-hmm. and I've done their introductions to go back there and they go. Oh. You know, every time I think they're uh, stuck in time. One strange thing about it is um, two guys that I coached there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of I've got a team a guy on the team as a freshman this mm-hmm. year. I coached his dad and his uncle, mm-hmm. and he comes in and he first thing is oh he goes Highland's stuck in time. You know, he even he <laughs> just said it out of the blue. I go oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you know it's like you know that's he kind of wanted to get out. He likes it, but he, he wanted to get mm-hmm. out and go to school somewhere else. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is kind of stuck in time. That's for yeah, sure. it's like no stoplights whatsoever. It's got a. I don't think they got the blinky light anymore. They used to have the blinky light up by the grocery store, which okay. the grocery store shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they don't need the blinky light anymore. They don't even need the blinky light anymore. <laughs> no. So it's, it's one of those types of towns, which, I mean, they have their moments to shine. Mm-hmm. You have good things. Yeah, it's like good things. The people are friendly. You kind of just know everyone. So yep. if you think about the like, community, it's really great for stuff like that. Yeah. But then for like if you need groceries, it's not. <laughs> not now. <laughs> not it's, anymore. It's, it's not, not good. No. But uh and so you moved Kansas, and then about 12 years ago, 2006, you moved back to Kirksville. So you're just making a big circle of your life. Uh, in the in the between all of that, though, you had two kids. The first one, I guess, was a mistake, right? And no. the second one was like no. we finally got no. it right. No. <laughs> <laughs> your brother's gonna love that. Mm-hmm. No, we, you're, you guys were both planned. Okay, uh, we we. Uh, we'll just say we couldn't get the timing down exactly. We wanted both of you to be born in June, mm-hmm. and one of you were born in you were born in August, mm-hmm. and your brother in in September. Yeah, but um, yeah, so she'd have three months before she'd go back get to work or something like mm-hmm. that. Whatever we decided to do. So, but no, you were both planned. Uh, no, no mistakes. You had to get the maternity leave. I was perfect because with the maternity leave, because like I, I was born, I was born middle of August, and so that's pretty much when most like elementary schools start classes. And so perfect timing for maternity leave. Well, I was very fortunate that our school let me take a year's leave of absence. So I was able to stay home. Really good thing about small schools. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was because of Mr. Clary, the principal. Yeah. He was a great boss. Bum had a good boss, which we figured out. He said that McDonald's French fries use sugar. And I actually figured that out. They actually do. So I was the other day. I always wondered about that. I know. I actually figured out it was right. Documented evidence. Mr. Clary was. Great guy. Yeah, he was so, a very good guy. He actually, he came over and visited us when we were thinking about moving. Mm-hmm. And he heard about it, and he moved. And he goes, "You guys should move." Mm-hmm. He goes, "He goes, I just really feel you guys should move." He says, "We love you here, but you shouldn't." Be. He's already retired from teaching, but mm-hmm. he 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 gave us a push. I mean, he mm-hmm. and not that because he mm-hmm. said so. We moved, mm-hmm. but he gave a push. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, mom's first. I guess. Real, your longest boss at this point in your life. Yes. Yeah. So, like that. So, yeah, we moved here. And then, so the first child you had, I mean, you kind of messed, a few, you messed a few things up, right? You know, we can say Matt. I think we can say Matt. <laughs> Not the way you, when you were growing up, you didn't believe that, but, <laughs> and everything. You messed you met him. <laughs> Matt was, um, he was, he's the first child, and he, he liked to give orders. He liked to give you orders mm-hmm. and stuff, and that frustrated you to death. That's because, for sure. And I don't blame him. I go, I, we even told him, you're not the parent. You're not the third parent. Mm-hmm. There's two parents, not three. Mm-hmm. And he was always trying to do that to you. So, but, uh, but you had your problems, too. But, but I remember, because I helped you convert your VHSs to DVDs of us when we were kids, and Matt was this crazy child. And so, in my mind, I think, 
why would you want to have a second? Like, because you're thinking, like, if the first one's like this, don't you think good odds the second child was going to be like this as well? Well, people told us that your two children are always alike, and that that was de- that's definitely was true. <laughs> you just took the chances. We had that. You were, I mean, you were a great baby from. We need to start talking about you, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we're running out of time, right? So we need to start talking about you. Yeah, uh, you, you were a great, you know, age two. You were a great baby, mm-hmm. easy to get work with, right? Mm-hmm. Jump in any way you yeah. want, and everything. And then we got into terrible twos, and you weren't terrible at all. You mm-hmm. were great. And then you got to three, and it went downhill from eight, at three, age three. We got oh, we thought we got through the terrible twos. This is great. Yeah. This kid's gonna be great. And then it starts. Well, I, I like to say because I like because a lot of people can like do something, stop, do it again, like stop. I like to I'll procrastinate starting something, but when I start it, I won't like stop doing. It. I'll continue well, to do that. That was like walking. You took forever to walk, mm-hmm. but when you started walking, boom, that was it. I, I tell people that it's like if I have a big task, I'm gonna procrastinate getting started. But once I get started, it's gonna get yeah. finished. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we can. I talk think about it's just like my personal habit. Yeah, just the way it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were you were, you are like that. In your, as you were a child, because that's what you said. Potty training and potty training. Yeah, I, didn't want to, I don't. I, you can say potty. Not, it took me like a while to get potty trained, but then I started. out Then it's fine. like, and then we didn't have any problem. You mm-hmm. know, like some kids like wet the bed even yeah. after potty training. Not you. Mm-hmm. You were like, once you started, boom, that was mm-hmm. it. So that was a nice. Which is nice. You just get start doing something. Yeah. And you do it. Forever. Yeah, you were the thing. With, yeah, you growing up. The best way you learned was trial and error learning, mm-hmm. which sometimes you were, as a parent, you were by an error, because mm-hmm. error could be like, okay, let's burn your hand on the stove. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, Ow. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, but let's burn and have permanent damage or mm-hmm. something. So you you kind of learn best by trial and error, mm-hmm. which kind of scares you as a parent. But yeah, but once you learn, it scares you as an adult too. Yeah, and once you learn though, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you did mm-hmm. fine. But yeah, that's the way you learn best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I mean, it's just was a practice. That's for me. Yeah, practicing something. That's how I. Yeah. How I, which I guess is most like when, especially when you do music, you just like you have to practice something. Like you're not naturally good at something. You have to like practice to actually get good. And which is like everything though, yeah. in my mind. Now, you know, like you talk about music, mm-hmm. kind of gets you in that. When you did piano lessons, when you're, when did you start? But first or second grade? I mean, yeah, I think he, I was six. Yeah, first grade. So you you didn't like to practice, so I had to sit with you. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved to Kirksville, you said you thought you were good enough, and so you didn't need any more lessons. Yeah, and I said, fine. good. I don't want to sit beside you and make you practice anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, but one thing with with you, um, if you did a uh, recital. Mm-hmm. Your brother was pretty good at pianos. I mean, mm-hmm. he was pretty good yeah. for his age. You know what I'm saying? And even when in high school, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But when you, if he messed up, it freaked him out. Mm-hmm. If you messed up, you just kept going. Mm-hmm. You True. know, you, you do a recital and you'd be going, and I could tell you made a little mistake. And even you could tell you mm-hmm. knew you made a mistake, but you just keep going. Uh, it's, you know? it's a jazz thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Just, right. I was playing yeah. jazz. Yeah. From, yeah. 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 At six, seven true. years old, that was you. Cause, you know, and one thing I know, well, I think it's a mental thing with, especially if you're playing, when you mess up, and we all learned this when I was playing in the jazz band in school, is that if you messed up, like you just immediately knew it, and I think that's what Matt had the problem with. But but then you realize he asked someone else, "Did you hear me mess up?" No, I don't think it, to you it's a lot more mentally stronger than exactly. to someone else. But then so, then you have those moments where like you mess up, and then everyone notices. <laughs> so. I, I, I tell you the part of really, you know, you growing up is when you, do you remember when you did that play? Which, it was at Highland. Oh, okay. I the kids play. Did. It was a kids play. They put it mm-hmm. on during the summer. Okay, summer I think I remember that one. I don't know if that was a year before we moved here. Might have been. It might be your. You know, I was scared to death because you got the lead, mm-hmm. and you had these lines, mm-hmm. like 
I mean, you had a book of mm-hmm. a, a pamphlet worth of lines, and I'm going, oh man, yeah. can, he, can he do this? Can you do this? And I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna find out. <laughs> so you know, say it's like, and you nailed it, but mm-hmm. it took. I thought, man, you never. And I, I helped you some with your lines, yeah, but most of it you did on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did help. I think your mom helped you out a lot, but but that when you did that, there was kind of in my mind, there was a kind of a spark ago. Hmm, entertainment it might mm-hmm. might be there might be mm-hmm. something there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Had a, you know, like a fifth grader uh, playing Highland, Kansas. That's where it, fifth or sixth, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like at the, in the little college there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a, but, it was a it was a children play. Yeah, and you got the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah, I got the lead. So yeah, you know, I got some things like some credits on my acting. Yeah, I did. Like get an acting resume. That's not on your resume. <laughs> no, you know, it's just, <laughs> this the sixth grade resume builder. Play. You haven't mentioned that in previous uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. Okay, all right. I, I think I mentioned. Uh, I, I did like the, I like the doing the pit bands a lot more. Because I feel like uh, the I couldn't get along with the directors. <laughs> I wasn't very good at that. I think it's just my producer mentality. Well, I can get along with the band conductor because they kind of let you do a free thing, but as long as it fits the structure of the music. And I think our band, my band director, and I guess you you go to church with him, FYI, and so and he bought my old car. Yeah, funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> He's gifting it to someone, so I was yeah. kind of hoping he would be the one driving it. So it'd just be like that weird mentality. What? My he, band teacher's driving my old well, car. He drove it. He drove it um, the day before, the day you came mm-hmm. home, and stuff. And the, the license is expired. I, I don't, highway Patrol, Missouri Highway <laughs> Patrol, will give you a warning here. The license are, I mean, the plates mm-hmm. are expired. But he's been driving a little bit, I mm-hmm. think, until uh, he gives it away. But uh, kind of give it like that. But yeah, so that car, that car has a couple more years. I think it. I think it's going to reach two hundred thousand. Well, yeah, probably. We'll the escorts were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so yeah, you thought back in the in fifth grade? I thought there was something there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's the first time I had a spark. And, mm-hmm. then, and then you enjoyed band. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Middle school. Uh, yeah. Like any, <laughs> well, when, you're, when you're that age, you don't yeah. it, like no. anything all the time. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's uh, middle school, kind of there. And then, um, um, you know, and you I'm sure you disagree with this because I know you did not like moving to Kirksville, but it was a good move for you as far as mm-hmm. it was a good move because the music program, I mean, there's basically no music program yeah. where we're at. Now you had a music program mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, you make, you know, you're in choir, mm-hmm. you, you move right way up in choir in high school mm-hmm. real quick. Real fast. and Jazz band. A lot were, of problems with that. You jazz band sophomore year. Yeah, that's when I started. Yeah, boom. Because yeah. Uh, the, the problem was, because I'm not like one of those people with like a big head. In my mind, I don't. I don't try to act like it, but the choir director, not before Murphy Hendricks, he would he told all these people was like, oh, I got these great eighth graders, or Sam Schwegler, and he was like talk about me. So you know, going in, all the all the upperclassmen hated me already. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can see that. That was that was. I'm like, oh, I didn't choose this. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, you I think you had a good experience in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you took three music classes on yeah. seven day. You know, mm-hmm. I was just hoping you could graduate from high school. I did, yeah. Yeah, you did. You they were just like, you can't yeah. get into college without a foreign language class, and I proved them wrong. No, you can't. It depends on the college you go to. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's I, I think in your major, too. I, yeah, major comes into play, mm-hmm. too, and stuff. And then, you 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 know, you pick Central Missouri. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was, you know, that, that's like, athletically, when I was in college, that was like the death. That was like putting a knife through my heart, but I thought it was good. No, <laughs> it was a good school If I would have done sports, you would have been, like, heartbroken. Um I was still a little bit heartbroken, but I'm the one, I, you know, I, hey, you want me to take you there to you visit? You know, mm-hmm. so I knew it was a good place for it. Mm-hmm. And I thought they had the technology, and, it, mm-hmm. you know, I found out more when we got there. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of technology, a lot of good equipment to, to play the with. teachers, uh, music teachers were good. Yeah. Can't talk about the rest of the school, but I can yeah. say that I can, I'll personally vouch for the music 
yeah, program teachers yeah. get. Yeah. You don't have a lot of because I think we were talking about this the other day. It's like you go to other schools and like you're you play drum set or you play guitar and like teachers will say your instrument is not real and then like you're paying their salary. At least the school I went to where I was, they were just like, yeah, you should do that. You should pursue that. You should move to Nashville and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, I'm glad I had teachers like that who would be like, okay, here's what Beethoven did, and yep, here we go. Lady Gaga is doing the same thing even now. Yeah. So I, I don't know how you. I don't know how that's just ridiculous. There's some. It's. Um, <clears throat> Probably it might go over your head. No offense, but it's all right. But <laughs> might not be for this episode. But so you would say, I would say what age for me? Well, at age I was, or what year? For what? I mean, I don't understand. Of like question. of when you when you thought I could do have a attempt. You were like all on board because I know now you're on board with me trying to do music. Uh, but like you know, not every parent. When, when you is got on board. into high school, by the time you were a junior, mm-hmm. maybe even sophomore. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of talking about it mm-hmm. and stuff. And then, um, you know, I kind of, for me, I think that clicked. Mm-hmm. I go, he's, he's probably going to want to do something mm-hmm. like this and stuff. And it's like, you know, uh, your, your grandparents were real good. I mean, your, your grandparents, uh, your grandmother on the Schweger side, mm-hmm. you know, had a high school education. Yeah. She did graduate high school. Mm-hmm. She probably made a pretty good accountant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, if she ever got to go, you know, but that wasn't going to happen mm-hmm. in their situation. Your grandfather had 10th grade education, but was a really bright guy, really mm-hmm. on top. Of, both of them were top on politics. They read the newspaper. Yeah. I mean, they they were, mm-hmm. I you know, great. I think they're great people. Um, th- with me, I, I think you know, I, I wasn't kind of a oose baby, kind of you know, what I'm saying? yeah. I wasn't supposed to, kind of not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I I had an opportunity, and they let me have the opportunity to go do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I was afraid to tell them I wanted to go into teaching. Yeah. Because when I went to college, I wasn't, I didn't really say it out loud or anything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure. And when I go home, he says, "That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, go it. You know, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to remember your grandfather. You know, when this is back in the '80s, he graduated in 1980. That's when I graduated. Yeah. He retired in 1980. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. When I t- he, he retired like two months after I graduated. Okay, okay from college, um, he made fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Okay, my first job was twelve. So I'm making like 80% of what he made, mm-hmm. for, and $12,000 wasn't very much. Mm-hmm. That was a poor teacher salary. Yeah. People were like, why did you go into that? That doesn't make very much. You know. So Keep in so mind, this he, was the 80s. So he was in like, go, go, whatever you do, do it well. Mm-hmm. You know, Go out and do it and see how it mm-hmm. works out. And life will take you, you don't know what road mm-hmm. life's going to take you down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think they kind of instilled that in me, and hopefully mm-hmm. I want you guys to go, yeah. you, you and your brother, to go down the path you wanted to go mm-hmm. to. So. Somewhere around there, I thought, you know, mm-hmm. when you we moved to we moved to Kirksville, we moved here. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this, but your mom had a had a guitar. I bought her. Mm-hmm. And she played it for like three weeks yeah. and put it down. <laughs> so I had it. I don't know if we were here or right before, or we may have been in still Highland mm-hmm. before we moved. I picked it up. I played a couple chords, mm-hmm. and you kind of like fascinated mm-hmm. with this. And then I go, well, if you want. You know, we can get you lessons. Mm-hmm. And then when you got here, mm-hmm. you know, we get you lessons. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of took off. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and then mm-hmm. you started picking up other instruments, you know, banjo, bass. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do other stuff. We tried to, as much money we could. We well, had a drum set buy for a while down here. Well, the, yeah, well, that was that was the church's fault because uh, <laughs> they went with those stupid electronic drums. Oh, my God. Don't get me. No, no, no. Okay. I know. I know. But they went with that. So, um the youth guy goes, hey, we need a place to store these. Could you store these at your house? So he, you know, he was part of that. Mm-hmm. And so like that. So um, For you to have. For you to have. Play. So, you know, practice mm-hmm. and stuff. So, and, you know, electronics, we're back with the other drums now. But yeah. We don't have, we have a semi-drum. Every once in a while I get somebody can drum. 
anyway, um, so you know, um, you know, so you, you know, you just kept picking up instruments, 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 mm-hmm. and then you know, you always like the writing thing. Mm-hmm. You like that from like junior high, yeah. or middle school. You like writing, so I kind of caught on to that and stuff. So you just you know kept picking up. And I go, hey, you know, he's I, he might want to pursue this. Mm-hmm. And I was glad when you went in music technology because mm-hmm. there's at least a backup you could get a well, job. Well, it, it just opens up other opportunities. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you don't mm-hmm. make it on your own singing or playing. So like that, you know, yeah. and you and you like the. Why well, I thought that was a good idea, the music technology thing is because you like to tinker with things. You mm-hmm. like to take things apart. Yeah. Not always put them completely back together. <laughs> you like to borrow my tools, and I don't ever could find my tools because you take mm-hmm. things apart, put it back together, yeah. and fix it. And you're you got a mechanical mind, so I thought mm-hmm. the technology thing would also be a good thing mm-hmm. for you too. So I, you know, that's where I thought, you know, everything started to kind of take off for me. Mm-hmm. And everything uh, somewhere around there, somewhere somewhere in mm-hmm. high school. Mom, do you agree with all this, or do you have a different? Oh story? yes, I I do. I I think about like you were kind of a performer, like even in, like in kindergarten mm-hmm. when you were in my kindergarten class, because like when my pair came in the room, you raised your hand and you said, <laughs> "Well, um, Mrs. Schwegler can't go." Mrs. Schwegler, my mom can't go on the field trip because she has to work. She did have to work. And it was, I was the she, teacher. I mean, she, she had other things to do. And you also, like the PE teacher thought you were so smart because you knew everybody's class in the whole first in the whole kindergarten. You knew all their birthdays, and you said the reason was because the birthday chart was hung up by the timeout chair. It was. Yeah, it, it made sense. And the ABCs were there, and you, you, you I drove got it backwards. Your, you, yes, and you drove your brother crazy because he could never get it down. <laughs> I was like, you got in trouble crazy. more. That's the trick. Yeah, and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we, you know, I thought you had talent, so we just wanted to. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, on the guitar, you, I just, you were incredible when you learned how to play the guitar. You learned it so quickly. Mm-hmm. It was, it, and you weren't. Well, we just moved here, and I had no friends. I think that was the trick. Yeah, and that's, you, that's what I thought. Well, you want lessons, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, yeah. and then, then, you know, you got eventually, you know, in, you know, into it, and. Then, I want to tell people, if you really want to pick up an instrument quickly, just move to a town where you have no friends. Well, you have nothing to do. Well, I think you are very talented. I don't, I mean, that might yeah. have gave you more time to practice. Well, nothing, you, you can listen to music and kind of yeah. go ahead and play it. Mm-hmm. Now, that took a while. To it's like an auditory learning. It took a little bit, but mm-hmm. you had, there's something clicks in your yeah. head. You're wired a certain way up mm-hmm. there in the brain that do that. So, you know, you, yeah. you kind of put things together and, you know, let people pursue their dreams. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, your grandparents helped me helped me somewhat pay for college and I paid some of myself yeah. what I want to do for you guys and I you know I know you complain about we never went on real vacations we went on <laughs> historical vacations and all that stuff I've heard that <laughs> in the podcast and everything but uh you know I hear that all the time but um we could probably went on more but I wanted to save college for you because mm-hmm. I wanted you to come out of college without debt yeah which is really I, you especially know, today, yeah. Fifteen years ago, I didn't realize this as much as do now. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a big factor now than mm-hmm. it was then. You know, I had a little debt that I paid off too quick, mm-hmm. and when you had two percent interest and you pay it off real quick and you buy a car for twelve percent, back in the Reagan <laughs> years, that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, you know, I wanted you not to have that burden on yeah. you all your life because you know I hear people, yeah. You know, all the time, but I've got this debt I got to pay off. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that. I didn't want you to have to pay off a house, which was college debt. So uh, we save money so you mm-hmm. can get through college. The trick stuff. of debt you need to have is just like if you tell someone else how much it is, and they just like get really angry at you. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you what, how much debt you have, or something, or something like debt? that. You know, like you have a little bit of credit card, but you pay off like every month. Yeah, well, like well, stuff like what, that. You know, that's what we do. I think we paid. 
by mistake or they didn't get our mm-hmm. signal. I pay like the minimum we amount. Paid, but, we, you know. No, we paid probably maybe $7 in all these years of credit cards. Yeah. The interest, that's all. Mm-hmm. And that was all by mistakes. Yeah. And a couple of times we called the credit card people and I, I'm in, you know, paying things off. Yeah. I, I don't like debt. You know, mm-hmm. I got a little debt now and I'm still on the house and then mm-hmm. just bought a new vehicle. Yeah. But I, I don't like that at all. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's how that goes. But anyway. So, so we got, we got two more topics I want to talk about. I didn't put this one down in our little thing. I want you to, we talk about this a little bit on the show, a couple, like a lot of episodes back, but your best man at your wedding, he was, he taught at school with Shell Crow. Yes. You want me to tell, I'll tell yes, the story. That, this is a good story yeah, to this tell. Is story to we tell. want the best, full story. Best wedding, my best friend when I was like, um, a few years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And he got out. Um, he wanted to get in a St. Louis, a good St. Louis school district. Yeah. Start teaching. Well, the Rockwood School District in St. Louis is mm-hmm. like probably the best school district right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay and everything. Everybody wants to get in there. So, um, so he got out of college, and so they didn't have a job for him. But they said, if you be a full time sub, so you go there and you you know sub quite a bit all through the day. Um, you never know what you're going to do. But if you're full time sub, and then when a position comes open, because there's like Mm-hmm. You know, there was at the times three three high schools. Now there's mm-hmm. five. You know, we'll we'll move you into a slot, mm-hmm. and it usually takes one year. Yeah, and he, they showed examples to him. So mm-hmm. Cheryl Crow and him were full time subs. Mm-hmm. Supposedly how the story goes. I'm just going by what he tells me. Mm-hmm. If it's wrong, I'll I'll give you his name, and you can uh, <laughs> and, and his address, and you guys can contact him. Mm-hmm. So he, him and Cheryl Crow were full time subs. Mm-hmm. And they got so they were subs. They spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Lunch. So it gets to be springtime, and they go, you know, and Cheryl goes, I think I'm going to go to L.A. and try this music thing. Mm-hmm. And Tom Tom tried to talk her out of it. He said, oh, no, this is a great future for you. You got everything. You know, you got insurance and, <laughs> and pension and, and everything like that. You know, don't go, Cheryl. <clears throat> You're going to make a mistake. Don't go, don't go, don't go. Well, <clears throat> she did. Mm-hmm. You know, and like now he's got a story that, oh my gosh, I tried to talk Cheryl Crow out of mm-hmm. from not going. You know, what would have happened with that? Yeah. I know, which in my mind, it's just like she can always get back into teaching, but she'll her, her hourglass would probably be ticking on uh, the music career. Yeah, it would. I mean, the I mean she made part, the right, I think she made the right choice, even if music didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, everybody's different. I mean, once you get mm-hmm. into this, the school district, it was just it annoying. what your goals are down mm-hmm. the line, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, it was just annoying because I actually ran into Cheryl once, and I wish I would have remembered this story. This story? <laughs> do you remember a Tom Kickham? Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. remember, yeah, you remember Tom the best Kickham? man at my dad's wedding? Yeah, yeah. He's been, he, he yeah, told me a good story about you. He's got a story about yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's always kind of a funny story. Mm-hmm. And he just told us – we just saw him again this summer. We ate mm-hmm. uh, dinner with him, mm-hmm. and uh, he told us he told the story again. So. Mm-hmm. Because this, yeah, I try to tell. I tell some people who are like talk about Cheryl Crow. I'm like, so yeah, I have a good Cheryl Crow story. Yeah. But, uh, but now um, – because, Dad, you've been listening to the show a lot. Mom, not so much, which I always thought was going to be the other way around. But <laughs> anyway, so you want to get some corrections about what I've said about you on the show, correct? Or do you have a couple things? Well, I, you know, uh, I don't know. There's some things you said. I can't remember now. You got me on the spot mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, not exactly. I don't know. I can't but remember. But if there's anything you want to say about me or anything, it's your time to Oh, it's roast okay. Me. It's roast time. Yeah, it's we roast time. Roast so, Mom, you get free game, too. Okay. Do you got anything you want to roast them on? Let me think about it. Okay. Oh, you want to think about Go it? Go ahead. Well, you know, um, something, you know, like, well, one thing you said, well, music, like something you said, um, parents don't really realize 
about music, kids in their music until mm-hmm. early. And that, that wasn't that wasn't true about you because I, I I think I recognized early mm-hmm. that that's what you kind of wanted to do mm-hmm. and stuff like that and everything. Um, I remember that one one time and then I don't I don't know. I can't now. I can't remember. I'm on the spot, man. I had this down really good. I can't You're just like about, I had so many. I had so many topics. For... I can't think about the talking points mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, you, you know, you talk about being a Midwest. That's you know, that's fine. I, I don't think the Midwest is that much. I don't think you represent the entire entirety of this region of the United States. No, I don't think I do either. But but uh, you're out of place. I, I think I'm a little <laughs> more southerner than you are, mm-hmm. even though you live there now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying uh, you, you know, now that you live in the Athens of the South. <laughs> is that technically what we call Tennessee? Tennessee is known as the Athens. Okay. Nashville is known. No, Nashville is known as the Athens of the South. Okay, that's why they built the, the replica of the Parthenon. <laughs> the Parthenon. Seriously. Yeah. You know, you're somebody lives, grew up there. Probably could tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, so you know, you know, a lot of background. And I guess, I guess it's Christmas time. I'm going to be nice and not. That's ah, okay. Not it's, bring up too much there. It's okay. It's but, like you know, we already brought from, up some of the stories. You know. Mm-hmm. You like have any stories from me as a little kid that you just you know you're still annoyed about? Boy, you hate to move to Kirksville. Oh yeah, I was. Oh my gosh, and I thought it was going to be the opposite. Mm-hmm. I thought Matt would hate it and you would you would like it, but mm-hmm. oh, you do. Wow. You, you, I think it was you, timing of like our age because I think how Kirksville's set up because it's like sixth, seventh, and eighth grades of middle school, and then it's nine through twelve high school. Because so. With, like, uh, sixth grade coming in, like, everyone's kind of new, and you kind of didn't know everyone in your class from being elementary school because you were with, like, yeah. the same 20 kids. They're just different every year. And so – and then when you get to middle school, it's like you're with class with everyone. And so when I came in the middle of middle school, so that was weird because everyone already had, like, their groups and everything. Yeah, I think that part's tough. I, I think that was weird. I, that was what was different. And then Matt was in – Starting as a freshman, freshman year. And so what he did was he – because, uh, like, everyone's new. It felt like you had that all new again because you had new kids coming in from, like, there's the Catholic school that only goes up to eighth grade. Uh, and so, like, you have that, and then you have other kids, and you had band, and band was very, like, family-oriented. So that made it easier for Matt than for me. And so, yeah. What well, helped when we switched band directors? Mm-hmm, that, yeah. Because that Trust former me. band director that you had a little problem Oof. with one time, I mean, he started teaching what I did mm-hmm. at Kirksville High because I taught here. Uh, and stuff like that, and I, I remember, you, oh my gosh, I think I told you he's still teaching. Remember, I think I yeah. told you, I, I can't believe that. So I backed you as much as I could. It's funny because you, because every student, because you're both teachers, every student can remember like a really good teacher in their life. But you can also remember that really bad teacher. Yeah, too. that's true. <laughs> like that one always sticks out. You just never talk about them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't really deserve that's it. That's true. I remember, you know, like, and one of one of my teams did well at the state meet. Mm-hmm. Got a state trophy, and my picture was in the mm-hmm. um, trophy case. I remember yeah. coming home. Oh my gosh, I can't get away from you. I know. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're, you're in the your your trophy case in the cafeteria. Um, so you probably have more awards hung up around the school than I do. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think the, I'm pretty sure the only thing <clears throat> there's the only thing left there of me the high school. There's probably my picture in the band room because they have one of every graduating class. Yeah. And then the one in the hallway. You know. Well, the, well you got an award coming out of high school. Oh right? yeah, I got the Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Which, yeah. was, what, which was deserved. Which yeah. is a good one. I mean, there's four people in our jazz band, so. Four people? There's more four people. No, the senior class. Oh, the senior class, okay. So, like, I had the, I had a good 25% chance of. Well, you, you There was two awards, so I had, I had a good 25% gotta, chance of getting one of them. And stuff like that, mm-hmm. so. So. And everything. But, yeah, it's as kids. You need to tell a story about the him climbing up, up, getting the chips. Okay. Yes, I always like to 
walk or run on the treadmill, and you and Matt were little, mm-hmm. probably three and five or two and four. Yeah. So you were either two or three years old, and I couldn't believe I got a whole workout in, and you didn't come in tattling on each other. So I finally got off the treadmill, and I looked, and it was still quiet. And then I found you on top of the refrigerator eating potato chips. Okay. I think there's a far, there's the real problem here is why did you put them on top of the refrigerator? Well, because you would eat them all. And yeah. so, like... <laughs> the problem... The problem like you pull the down, the oh, the knives were up there too. That yeah. was what we was horrible. We put the knives on top of the fridge because mm-hmm. you, so you wouldn't accidentally, you know, mm-hmm. climb up on the counter and grab yeah. them and, and stab each other or stab yourself. So that was the scary yeah. part. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you got your little chair and then you got on top of the dishwasher, opened it up, and then got up on the cabinet and oh, I think you put counter, the chair on, on the, the, the chair on the dishwasher, with the door open, and then got on the counter and then got on top of the microwave to get on top of the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. So rock climbing is maybe a so, future. Yeah, you might have the you know maybe the gene for that for somehow. So, but I see because my side of the story is that if you didn't want me to get near the knives, why would you put the chips up there? That was well. Uh, I tell you what, though, you you were very most of the time you're maybe smart aleck or something like that, but you were like. Sorry, Mommy, you were really sincere. I know. Please don't ever do that again. He goes, I promise, Mommy, I won't. (laughs) Yeah, sincerity. Did you put the chips back up there ever again? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that's probably the end. I probably didn't have to at that point. There was a little concern about you graduating from high school. I was worried, like, because you, you didn't like math, you didn't like English. Mm-hmm. I was worried about that, but you did, you know, graduate Somehow, with, a, with a, good, a good GPA, mm-hmm. good enough GPA. I wrestled and then through. in college, you did. I was afraid, oh, he's not going to go class enough. He's not going to study. I was afraid. I was worried. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, you pulled through. Pulled through. I, I got to give you, you know, you got the, you know, very, very proud of that. In so, the words of uh, uh, clarinet professor, Dr. Guy, uh, if you're getting B's and A's in your gen eds, you're not practicing enough. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so that's a music. That's definitely a music. That's it's not like a you know it's not like it's like a division one college football yeah, coach. Yeah, it's like if you're getting, you know, <laughs> you, know you, you need to be watching film. You need to be you know. Yeah, that's in, but that's all your classes. Or, yeah, in the weight room. Yeah, that's yeah all your classes. That's, yeah, stuff. that's all your yeah. classes. Not just but they want you. You have to get like good grades in your music classes. Just yeah. it's just your yeah, gen ed. Just you know? your gen ed. Who needs it? Well, you know, I, I, Truman is a liberal arts and science school. Yeah. It's, it's got some tough standards to get into where I teach. And uh, at one time, they had if, if um, this one president was there, and, and if any faculty or hired faculty, if you had a D in any classes, mm-hmm. they would not hire you. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, at one time. They had <laughs> to drop that. A new president came in and goes, well, we got to drop that because they couldn't, they couldn't find good quality art and music people. Yeah, that's, I mean, Because, that's, I mean, a lot, there's a lot of music people who are excellent teachers, mm-hmm. excellent, you know, professors, mm-hmm. but they had a D in history or math yeah, like or they're, they're science generous, or something yeah. like why, you know, something they didn't really care about. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they had to actually drop that. With like I, music I, classes, it's I'll like... I'll probably get a rec- reprimand for saying that about Truman, but... No, it's, I mean... But, I mean, that's, you know... Um, I mean, I don't think your full name is going to be on the episode. It's just going to be mom and dad. Well, that's okay. That's so. all right. No, they, you know, so... I don't think you're, you know, we'll see how far your listenership goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That would be a good sign. If they do find out, that would be a good sign for this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's All for right. Sure. Yeah, I got the whole Truman State uh, music. The music department. <laughs> not, is it the music department? But, uh, but yeah, but yeah, that is definitely a thing with music. It's like, it's hard to, when you're having like, when you have to take like 18 hours a semester and then with these gen eds, it's like, um, and you have to practice too. Like uh, some things going to have to take the back burner a little bit. Yeah. So those are your Gen Ed classes. Something, something's going to, something's going to. Some of those, and some of those are just like I'm not 
had any. You like literally only had to take them because you wanted the degree, not anything. Yeah, and else. I knew that. You know, being in college education for mm-hmm. so long, I knew a lot of that's true. But you, you come back and say, "Well, that's a zero credit class, and that's a zero. I, I got, <laughs> you know, I got this one hour class. I got to go to it like six hours a week or something." Going, mm-hmm. we made a we made a joke uh, with the. Uh, of the guy who was in charge of our, our, the professor who was in charge of the recital attendance, the zero hour class that uh, he, he had his doc, he has his doctorate in like vocal performance, but we just let, he has his, do- we just made the joke. He had his doctorate in recital attendance. And so and it was a zero credit hour uh, doctorate program. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ended the, he ended his degree with zero credits. Yeah, that was good. That's good. <laughs> so, but anyways, we're, we're nearing the end of the episode. Uh, do you guys have any, unless you guys have any more roasting you want to get out. We're going to try to be nice this time. If we, so, if we've ever Merry come Christmas. back on again, I'll so, start writing things down. So, yeah, we, we're not, this might be our yearly thing. So We'll, we'll see. So Okay, so <clears throat> we got the family here today. So so everyone say hi. So we got my mom, Nancy Schwegler. Hi. And Tim Schwegler. Hey. So if you remember them from last year's Schwegmas, episode one. And this year we got my brother, Matt, on the show. So Matt, say hi. Hello. Okay. Matt, um, here's a quick question. <laughs> I've asked mom and dad this um, many, many times. Um, have you listened to the Schwedcast at all? Mm, maybe about a minute of maybe one podcast. Okay, what episode do you remember? No. Okay, well, what made you stop? I, I really don't remember. Well, I don't know. That's good. Um, and you two have been keeping up with the show uh, more frequently. Yeah, pretty. Uh, yeah, I haven't. The last few, I have not. But uh, over the summer, uh, yeah, I was I was listening to it pretty faithfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but mom, mom's it's not a book, so mom's not reading. Is that isn't that the correct <laughs> solution? Yeah. Okay, and so, but for our first topic, I wanted to say, and I just thought about it. Um, we were me, mom, dad were having an argument the other day. Matt wasn't involved. Um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is that an argument, or is or, that, or is, is, well, is it's it, more of a fact? Is it really an argument? Okay. But mom says it's not a Christmas movie. Isn't that right? That's correct. So, so why do you say it's not a Christmas movie? Because it's all about killing. Well, okay. <laughs> no, it's about good cheer. Well, like have, have good cheer, Theo. Murder. It's Christmas. But we're talking about like in uh, a Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Like you have to kill the the old Santa to become the new Santa. But that was an accident. No, it, you don't kill people on that. Oh, what are you doing on my roof? You think like if someone was on your roof, would you be pretty mad about it? Yeah, but why would we kill them? Not Santa. Well, you don't know it's Santa. You just think it's some... It's Christmas Eve. I, if somebody's on the roof, I would assume it was Santa. Um, a lot of people, like, rob different houses on Christmas Eve. Isn't that the thing that happens? Yeah, that does happen. I feel like, since we don't have a chimney, that the roof's probably safe. Okay. I think Mom has a rational argument here. So do you not believe... Thank you, man. Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I have no say in this argument. Okay. So, because I checked... I did a Facebook poll, I think... 96% of my Facebook followers believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And I voted. Yeah, I it was only like a poll of 25 people. Yeah, but 25 people still <laughs> 25 people Shots still voted. <laughs> well, it I I think if you go over nationally that it is a Christmas movie, obviously one evidence of that would be they're having a Die Hard marathon on Christmas Day because mm-hmm. it's a Christmas movie. So, I think that in itself is evidence that it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Thank you. So, what element makes it a Christmas movie? It has, it's, it, it, it's during Christmas. 
That's that's not, one. No. Okay. There are several lines related to Christmas in there. Please quote. It's at a mall um, on Christmas too. Like, I concur. Please quote. No. Like, no. Is it not at a mall? Well, I thought. No, no. It's at uh, Nagataki uh, Square or oh. Center or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a business. Yeah. Okay. First so, Die Hard. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You're thinking of the second one. You're thinking of a mall, but it's an airport. Okay. That's probably what you're same thinking thing. About. Okay. <laughs> Ball airport. All Ball same. airport. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good evidence to say it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. That's pretty much. Well, you yeah. didn't say the quotes that were Christmas quotes. I don't want to misquote the movie, but I will. Okay. There's one in there where Hans Gruber, the villain, he has another, he has a worker named Theo, and they have one lock left, and I don't know how long I'm going to get the unlock to get the money out of the vault. And he goes, Patience, Theo. It, have uh, have faith, Theo. It's it's Christmas. This is the time of miracles. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that is obviously a qu- Christmas quote, right there. So yeah, I, I could go on, but you know we you know I don't know how long we want to. Matt, spend on this I think subject. Matt wants to say something. I, I feel like for it to be a Christmas movie, it's got to have the Christmas spirit in it somewhere. Oh, it definitely does. I haven't that, seen. That, I have not seen this movie. That 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 line. Okay, you're talking about so a movie I, you I, haven't I, seen, so you you can't. I can't but that's why I, you can't be a judge. I am unbiased here. Okay, so zip. <laughs> it's def- yeah, it's a Christmas movie. It's just your, what your you know feelings. Because it's Christmas Eve right now while we're recording it. I'm thinking it's coming out the 26th. Okay, so tomorrow we are gonna watch Die Hard because we're gonna get it recorded and watch it. I hope so. So we can make the executive decision tomorrow if it is or isn't. I can't wait. I know. Well, I mean, you you've been watching like 430 Hallmark movies. Like, isn't that your no, favorite? No, only 200. Only 200 this year. And I mean, they all have the same premise. So, like, what what is your reaction to saying that these Hallmark movies are Christmas movies over like Die Hard because really it's just the same lifetime Hallmark movies but just with Christmas involved. Yes, but it's the feeling of Christmas where they're making gingerbread houses and and giving to each other and and decorating and doing kind things to each other, not trying to kill each Rather other. The cars blowing no, up in an onslaught. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I want thirty six. Yeah, thirty six. Go for it. Okay, all right. John, who is the lead character in Die Hard, is trying to save his wife from the terrorist. Or actually, like terrorists, they're actually thieves, but they bring them, they sell themselves as terrorists. Christmas okay. movie should not even have the word terrorist in it. <laughs> okay, let's, let's do we want to further investigate Hallmark movies? Do we, do we, we do because I've been, I've, I've had to watch enough of these with my wife, okay, yeah, with, with a bonding experience, okay, with the bonding experience of sitting on the couch watching these movies together, and they're two hours in length with commercials, all right. Typically between 137 into the movie and 146 into the movie, there's a breakup between the two lead, the male and female characters. As is tradition, yeah. Okay. And then by the time you get to 153 or 156, they they make up. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know the scientific fact of what a real Christmas movie is. We've got to break down the science of this. Yeah, right? you know, like the male character's like a off-brand Ryan Reynolds. It's like not Ryan Reynolds, but like a guy who could be Ryan Reynolds. It, but not as funny. Who is it? No, it's just well, they in the Hallmark look like you know they get some kind of look like uh, a Ryan Reynolds look like yeah it's like an yeah. it's like or something like that a more holiday name it's, like, it's like all the women like oh 
We want it's like you know not like a Ryan. I feel like it's more like a Ryan Gosling. Okay, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that would be good. Okay, let's use Ryan Gosling. And their names like Nick yeah. or Chris. You yeah. know, which, and, you know, with Ryan, her name is Holly or Joy or Dexter. And if you think about the Notebook, she, he should have dumped her a long time ago <laughs> and found another somebody else because I yeah. haven't seen the Notebook. Either. Okay, I right. can't do the thoughts. Okay, um, but anyway, since we're speaking on Christmas, um, you have what is your favorite Christmas movie, Mom? It's a Wonderful Life. And we watch it every year on Christmas Eve? Yep. So, um, so Matt, Dad, are we sick of It's a Wonderful Life yet? No, I cry at the end every time. <laughs> I, You know, I can do it one time a year. I can do it for your mother. I can, yes. I can do it once. It's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Where's my money, Uncle Billy? Where's my money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think he exactly says that. Where's the money? But Where's yeah. the money, Uncle Billy? Yeah. So, you know. Do you think that... He should have trusted Uncle Billy with the money. No, he's a drunk. Yeah, true. I wouldn't trust Uncle Billy with my money. Well, was Uncle Billy really a drunk? He just got drunk that one time at the wedding. Did uh, we see any other evidence of we'll Uncle count Billy this being time? I'll, I'll count. I think he yeah. had a mental illness. Oh, I don't think oh. so. I think he was just drunk he all the time. He couldn't remember, and he tied the strings to his fingers. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. Is that a mental illness? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he had like a bird on his shoulder, and I think he was uh, just weird. Well, Matt's got a bird. That doesn't mean he's got no, 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 no. He doesn't walk around with it on his shoulder, I, though. I do, actually. He does. <laughs> he does play with Rocket. And then he goes, Arr, I'm a pirate. I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. like Mr. Quigley's Village, you know, you had to put, you had to put, all right, time for you to be quiet and let me put your little napkin hood, over the hood cage. Over the, yeah, hood over the cage. <laughs> so, yeah. so you can be you quiet. Be, you better, you better you know, know, clarify to your uh, listeners who Mr. Quigley so, is. So Mr. Quigley is like an off-brand Mr. Rogers from what I remember obscurely from my childhood. We probably still have some cassettes, VHSs of him somewhere. If, if they haven't deteriorated, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was like very, I don't remember. Mom, do you remember it better than I do? Puppets. There are puppets, a lot of puppets. Yeah. yeah. He was the only human Back in the day, I was trying to get you to be a nice boy. <laughs> it was something to help how, you be how, nice. How did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the theme was be nice that you heard. And that, and, mm-hmm. Be and, nice was immoral, yes. Yes, be nice. So, But I think the question is how did it work out is... <laughs> well, fair, partly cloudy. Yeah. yeah. It's fair. It's like a chaotic good is like what... We went good. to public school. There's no escaping that. Yeah, we went. We did go to public school. We didn't really have private school here, though, so it's not your fault. We did. This is the Catholic Church. Well, no, it only goes up to middle school. Well, you actually, you went to a, a parochial uh, preschool for a year. So, yeah, that's... You did. So, we, I did go to private school. So. Yeah, you went to a private preschool. Did I? I was back yeah. in the day before public preschools. Mm. Yeah. In so. Kansas. <laughs> didn't we both do preschool two years in a row? Yes. Why... That's a question I've been wanting to know. Why do that's we do? That's just why we're smarter than everyone else. That's not the case. What? <laughs> that's that's not true at all. What? Why did we do preschool two years? Because you went when you were three years old, and you went when you were to four year old. That's that's of actually it was four and five. No, but it? why did we? Because they well, yeah. they started early. Normally, four, you get to high school around five. Yeah, you got like yeah. one year in a row. They're just getting us more education in yeah. now. Well, a lot of kids to... go to preschool for two or three I've years. I've never heard of that. Kids go to preschool. We have yeah. two educators in front of us. I yeah. would argue. Kids go to school preschool okay. now. Three years old. Yeah. That, I thought I, it was like they don't call it preschool though. They call it like pre pre K. You know, it's something like that. It's like pre- called preschool. You heard pre K sometimes. Pre-K mm-hmm. I've heard that. Yeah, it's like pre K so preschool. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. That makes sense. But it, it was it was called preschool when I went. 
which is t- preschool sophomore year or something like that. <laughs> sophomore year preschool. Mm-hmm. So. Something like that, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we still have plenty more to talk about, obviously. Let's go. Let's move so let's, on. Let's just, let's just get <laughs> yeah, going. Into I don't think anyone cares about So, Dad, I saw the team's doing pretty good. Um, the what, we, the women's ahead. team. Let me pull up. The women's cross country team? Yeah. Yeah, we played second in the conference. That was a good deal for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of surprised some people and everything. So, we'll see what happens from there. And from what I saw. This is um, cross country. Yeah. Cross country. Uh, let me just pull it up on my phone real quick. It's saying, check out 2018 NCSA Power Rankings Top 5 NCAA D2 Best Women's Track and Field Programs for Student-Athletes. See the full list here. Number four, Truman Track and Field Cross Country. Yeah, that was just a a ranking of what combining uh, academics and athletics together and some some other factors. It's a national recruiting service, so... Mm -hmm. um, uh, it was kind of funny, you know. We got the award, but we couldn't advertise it. Mm-hmm. I advertised it on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, the school couldn't advertise it because they said, "Well, it's a recruiting service, and they're out to make money." So, oh, okay, couldn't couldn't advertise it there, but I'm advertising now, and it's okay. But uh, yeah, to get to get that honor, that's great. Fourth in the country, <laughs> to be top five in Division two, in, you know, in, in Division two. So <laughs> that's a that's a big mm-hmm. honor. Yeah, yeah, top five. You can get that bragging rights. Yeah, we're like the top one of the top five schools and yeah. D two schools. It's good to be yeah. humble. Sit, in the words of Kendrick Lamar, sit down, be humble. Mm-hmm. Sit down, be humble. Assuming you both don't listen to Kendrick Lamar, they don't. So, no, I'm not a Kendrick Lamar fan. I know, but they, you two both saw the new Queen movie. Yes, we did. Did you see that movie, man? No, I did not. Okay, so you got to be quiet for a moment. While <laughs> why do talk? you talk about movies I haven't seen? I've seen so well, many. Why don't you see movies that I, I have I seen? I do, just not the ones you guys Well, see. maybe we can get some get to some movies you've seen in here in a second. Okay, yeah, but yeah, you guys, you guys actually both liked that movie. Yeah. Because I remember I was like, well, I bet I watched it in theaters because it was opening weekend and I had a free movie ticket. And I was like, I bet mom and dad would like this and dad would like to not see a romantic comedy. And so I was just like, I'll, I'll text mom and tell her to go see it. And then she's like, okay, let's go see it. Yeah, so. she was all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I remember watching it live on um, uh, MTV back mm-hmm. when they played music on MTV yeah. and everything. And uh, so when they did the concert, um, I was just having like flashbacks. I go, my And I mean, how much it was, they, they did a really good job of, Recreating that, uh, yeah, Live Aid, Live Aid, yeah, they really did a great. They like job nailed it too, was, and that's why I thought the movie was going to end. I think I told you that, and then like I was like, okay, they finished Bohemian Rhapsody, and I was like, okay, they're probably going to finish it here because the movie's called Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Nope, they just kept going, kept and going, going. And I'm like, it, yeah, well, it was a really it's, good movie. It was, yeah, you liked it too, Mom? Yes, I did. I really liked their music. Have you heard of Queen before that movie? What's it? Yeah, she grew up. Yeah, I think everyone knows we will. She rock knows the song. You, yeah. I think everyone. Yeah. Knows. Okay, we used like, to sing it after we beat everybody in basketball. Oh, uh, we will rock you, or we are the yes. champions. Both. We are the champions. Both. Oh, I mean, that was the purpose for it. What album was that on? Do you know? No, or it might have hit. I remember it was like a double single. We are the champions, and well, they're both we singles, but then yeah. they put them together. They Maybe put, it was like a B side on the on the. Well, I think that's a good question. I can't remember. I thought there was. We Will Rock You was a one single and and you know the other side. Mm-hmm. I th- both of them were different. And then they put kind of have ten. We are the champions is the other one. Mm-hmm. And they kind of put them together, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I'm yeah. I thought it was a single together. Um, we can research it after the show, yeah. or just let someone in the comments just go after us for it. There we go. That's the best way to do it. Um, but mom, you did you have a favorite movie this year? I can't think right now. We could tell at the time we saw Infinity War. Oh, I did. <clears throat> Infinity War. Did you I like, saw that. You like Infinity War? A Quiet Place was 
best movie gonna, of this whole year. With Jim and Yes, Jim? with John Krasinski, yes. G- Jim Halpert? G- yes, with Jim, Jim Halpert. With Jim, yes. Uh, I well, won't spoil anything. Well, so I have a good story to tell because mom and dad, I think last, I want to say last Christmas, um, around that time when I came up to visit, we watched The Shack. And I knew Octavia Spencer was in. I'm like, okay. And I've heard some good things about the movie. Let's watch it. We watch it, and it's about this girl, little girl who gets murdered. I'm like, well, this is sad. This is really sad. I'm like, why did I? This is really sad to watch. Did it look like a happy movie? <laughs> no, I just thought I didn't think about a child getting murdered. That's why you should only watch Hallmark movies. I know. Just to fall in love with I thought The Shack's a really well done I movie. I really like The Shack, too. I mean, it's not a bad movie, but it was really sad. Anyways, yeah. so I decided, I'm like, okay, let's see what I can do to kind of, like, get them to get sad at a movie I wanted to watch. And so I was like, let's watch Thor Ragnarok so they get really into, like, these characters and stuff like that. And we watch Infinity War, and spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, a lot of people die at the end of Infinity War. And so I was just like, so how'd you like it, Mom and Dad? I was like, I liked it until the end. <laughs> Everyone dies. Well, you weren't sad when Loki died at the beginning. Like, yeah, I kind of felt for him a little bit. I don't think he's I dead. don't think he's dead either. Yeah. Uh, he always comes back. He always does. He's he a always snake. Comes back. Him and Doctor Strange. But, I don't but you know, but he, it kind of gives it away that, that these people are going to come back. Did you know though yeah. that Spider Man, the guy who played Spider Man, he actually improv that entire scene yeah. where he was fading away. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. Mr. Stark, really? I don't feel yeah, so. He improv cool. the whole thing. That's pretty cool. I don't feel so good. He improv that whole thing. He did good. <laughs> The reason why he he lasted longer than everyone else because he used his spider sense to know that was coming and then oh that's interesting yeah it was like weird because um, the guys who directed Infinity War they directed Civil War and they got a spider sense right there but in the actual Spider Man movie they didn't really like mention any of it at all that was the only good part of Civil War was when he came in it was that movie Ugh. <laughs> it's like I don't know if you've ever been in a fight before but there's usually not this much talking <laughs> yeah that's what'd be like me in a fight that's why I don't get into fights I don't think you've ever been in a fight before. Because I was, yeah, I could either, I could see myself either being like Spider Man or Peter Quill. It's like, let her go, Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh. So you haven't seen A Quiet Place? No, though. I haven't. No, it's so good. Okay. Are you not a horror fan, are you, really? No, but I've heard good things about it. It's, the ending is phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. one of my oh, all times now. Mm, thanks, Kanye. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All time. <laughs> thanks. Um, but anyway, so Matt, how have you, have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. I've been good, working pretty dang hard. Well, that's good. You know, retail life during holidays is a little insane. I know. It's, uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. You wonder wh- why we don't have another plague. It's like, yeah. We, we need another plague. Or, you know, Thanos can do his thing. Maybe Thanos can do his thing, but be more selective on who he picks. Just a little. I think what, I think the problem with Thanos is he just, like, wanted it to be random just so it's fair. I don't think that should... We should get where, like, natural selection isn't doing its job correctly. Just have them. I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. But um, speaking of the Avengers, uh, do we have any predictions for Avengers Endgame? Isn't Captain Marvel, which they made into a woman? Isn't no, Captain, Captain Marvel's was, always been a woman. Really? Yeah, Carol Danvers. Oh. Okay. So, and, uh, well, she's, she, yeah, she's supposedly going to be, like, the savior. But I think it's going to be Ant-Man, but... Ant-Man. God, I can't... Ant-Man. He's going to get into Thanos' well, How do people like Ant-Man? It's Paul Rudd. He, he's funny. Paul Rudd. I, he's I kinda, make myself he's... small. I make myself big. I don't, I don't. Oh, yeah, Paul Rudd. That does not make a hero. The actor, really. He 
Well, I I think he plays his character pretty well. Yeah, he does a really good it's job. Kind of, it's kind of yeah, interesting. Does anyone have any yeah, orange I guess they slices? have to get a good actor yeah. for a I mean, stupid like, hero. Let's let's admit, Iron Man, he's, he's kind of getting old. Oh, uh, you know, no, no. The character's no, getting old. I love Iron <laughs> Man. <laughs> like, he, I don't know. It's just have like, you seen any of the Ant-Man movies? Or, I mean, you saw him in Civil War. I saw the War. first one, and I hated it, so I, mean, I the, did not the, continue. The solo movies are bad, but he was like really good in Civil War. Mm. So that's why I'm excited for him in Endgame, where like, I think he's actually going to have a good job. I like Scarlet Witch, so. Oh, she's, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen's amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're like slowly getting rid of her accent in the movies. <laughs> I mean, noticed that. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, and I guess their, their movie excuse is um, that she's in hiding. So, no. Oh. <laughs> so oh. that's, oh. and then in, uh, and then in real life, they're just like, that was a choice by Joss Whedon and we didn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So we just decided to uh, get rid of it. All right. So mm-hmm. that's it. But you've even, do you have a favorite Marvel movie, Mom and Dad? Have you? I've showed you most of them. Yeah, I've seen most. No, I don't think. Uh, that, I don't know. I'd have the, to think, I'd have think on that for a while. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. really sure it's a favorite mm-hmm. moment. Mom like like Thor, right? Yeah, she was Chris Hemsworth. Of course she would. Yes, mm-hmm. you like Thor. Yeah. It's like it's okay. Like muscles are Katani metal fibers. But yes, let Thanos do his thing. Let's build the wall. Everything let's, will be let's, perfect. Let's build that wall. Everyone donate now. Uh, it's <laughs> a live fundraising event on C-SPAN. All right, so and today we will have a new uh, fundraiser for the wall in Mexico. <laughs> not going there. <laughs> Staying away from that. Okay. You can talk as much as you want. Well, I, no, I, it's, it's not, I don't know. Anyway. Sponsors don't care. You I just don't see how a wall is going to stop anything. Yeah, that's one thing. And that, it, Sure, it's a problem, but really a wall? Well, yeah, that and you can't actually get the wall you want. Because there's like just like rivers and stuff like that, yeah, private yeah. property. Well, the private property, it's the eminent domain is going to be the big mm-hmm. thing because you'd have to buy out so much land, and that's got to go through a court. And, and mm-hmm. it's so that I mean, by the time you acquired all the land and built the wall, um, even if Trump would get elected for a second term, it's not going to be done. You know, so yeah, so I mean, you know, so that that there's a lot of problems. There's no involved. way. There's a lot of problems. Involved. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, and, and it's. Three just, government shutdowns already in one year. Like, oh. yeah, it's more like I'm th- more. What I'm thinking is just like when I think of just like money. What can we spend money towards? And it's like, you know, like when you're in like the city budget, it's like, oh, we really like to have our streets not the, have the big one is potholes. the Flint water problem. Yeah, you, like, know, you know, we could just fix Flint like water, should, but yeah, that's a more useful of the money. And like, and they say we can't do healthcare, but we can apparently make a wall. Mm, I think we need to fund. The science is more so we can go to space and figure out a different planet to live on. So I don't think that's going to happen. I'll be the first. Yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think there's any planets that are, you know. They're going to find one. Uh, I mean, it's out there. No, they're out there. It's just like they're like super far away and we don't have like the technology to travel they're that gonna far. They're going to figure it out. Yeah, we don't have a transporter yet. The, the, it's the, I think it's the more the transportation of getting there is the, more of the problem than anything. It just takes one scientific breakthrough. That's all it mm-hmm. takes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's going to be those uh, transgender Navy SEALs. Most likely. <laughs> that do it. For those who've seen that SNL skit. <laughs> we just watched it because yeah. mom loves It's a Wonderful Life so and everything. But, Dad, I introduced you to John Mulaney yesterday. Did you watch his stand-up? No. John Mulaney? He's incredibly funny. He's incredibly funny. A little rough language, but uh, mm-hmm. I think you could do it without the language if you mm-hmm. wanted to. But, yeah, he's, he's really funny. <laughs> I'm J.J. <Insane>. Bittenbinder. Yeah. <laughs> Street smarts. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, we can we can always just talk politics as much as we want on the show. <laughs> yeah, my favorite topic. Yeah, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, yeah. Anyways, so I think last year when we did this episode, everyone loved <laughs> Grandma McReynolds. So that's who they love the most. They liked your parents too, Dad, obviously. But they were just like, uh, wait a minute, a 98-year-old woman who's chasing pigs and reshingling her roof? Let's continue. I think <laughs> she was only like 80, 80, 90 when she was on the roof, when I asked her to come down from the roof, yeah. So, so yeah. Do you have any good stories of Grandma, great-grandma? Beulah? Yeah. Well, I don't think she liked your dad very much. In the beginning, well, yeah, wait, I thought she liked wait you. Wait a second. Wait a second. You want to continue on well, that? Well, that's or? what you told me. Well, I don't think when we first started dating, I don't think she would that too much. But uh, what happened was, uh, I think once we got married, I think I was, yeah, one of the favorites after that time. So, yeah. Because so. that's what you told me. It's like, oh, yeah, Grandma and Dad liked me a lot, but uh, the rest of the family didn't. <laughs> and then you had to, it was, you had to ease your way into that one. No, I think. I, well, I think her dad liked me from the beginning. I think that's I, good. For some, usually that doesn't happen. But I said, well, <laughs> yeah, we just, yeah, we just talked. It seemed like it was pretty good. But Grandma had to warm up. But once we got married, mm-hmm. I thought it was, yeah, yeah, I was like one of the favorites. I think that's all that matters. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, I mean, Grandma went to college, so it was pretty cool back then. So she was born in 1898, and she mm-hmm. went to Stevens College. Okay, and, we t- and when you guys were little boys, we took her back to visit. Okay, when did she, she go to college? When she was. In her 20s, I'm assuming? No, 18. Oh, okay. So, normal age for people to make a very big financial decision. And it was unusual for women to go to college. Because Stevens is all girls, right? Yeah, still is. Yeah, Columbia, Mm -hmm. Missouri. So. So... I think they they showed us around. I think they were hoping for a donation. <laughs> we'll get into that from the, from, from the I think uh, we already gave you money. Comedy skits, yeah, yeah, from yesterday. It's been a while since uh, you housed or taught me. So, yeah. so uh, it was kind of interesting. But they showed around. They were real, they were real nice. I think I remember you sent me a picture of, with with her. Yeah. So yeah, I basically I think your mom did most of the stuff with her. I I had both years and. I was holding both of your guys' hands, dragging you around Columbia, yeah, trying probably. to keep you busy. So, yeah. Yeah, I, the the good story I remember with Grandma's, she was an Eastern star, and so she was in it for 50 years, and she was awarded a 50-year pin at her house. They had a ceremony, and you guys came, and Matt went back to her bedroom and got her makeup out. And <laughs> Oh, that was and, her. And he... <laughs> Oh, and yeah. he made like Indian war paint all over his face. <laughs> oh, I made myself look glam, yeah. <laughs> yep, he looked good. So, but Grandma loved it. She didn't get mad at all. She thought it was so funny. Yeah, usually if it's okay. funny, you can't get mad at things. Yeah, so that's true. That's why I say I like, think it may be the children thing. But oh, that's probably you no. Know. My my rule is like you're gonna like say a mean comment to me on the internet. Be, be funny. At least have it be funny. Yeah, just give everyone a laugh. <laughs> I don't think mom would be too happy if I went and took her lipstick now and made it as war paint. So <laughs> as a twenty seven year old. So um so yeah, let's let's talk so about just the, tell everyone my age, Sam. Let's, let's, you I mean, want to talk I'm, more about they me? know me they know I'm twenty five, so they have to guess that you're like in the ballpark. Yeah, okay. So um but anyways, yeah, so you said Matt was a crazy child, correct? Yes, until he turned three, then he became a perfect angel. Is, and you or were the so opposite. They thought. Did so, I, can I have thirty seconds to rebuttal? Yeah, for go that? for it. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> angel, I don't think would be the right word. He he was he was a wild child, about age three, and stuff. He liked to take things out of the drawers. One famous thing that Matt liked to do is the remote. 
He mm-hmm. liked to take the TV remote and throw it in the trash can. <laughs> so we couldn't find it. And, you know, I don't know where that remote went. I don't know what I did with it. And I looked, and I just happened to be throwing something in the trash can. And I saw it in the trash can. And then it was missing again about four days later. And it was in the trash can. So he would do things like that. If I'm not the center of attention, yeah. no. So it's he, be. he would like to go in the drawers and take all the clothes out mm-hmm. and throw them behind him. Uh, he'd like to take, uh, well, video cassette tapes back then. Mm-hmm. And he oh. would like to string, you know, pull them out. Pull get out. Something like that. Get a good pencil. Yeah. Good sensory yeah. tool. Yes. Where on your case, you were like, Great kid, easy to work with till age three. And after age three, you kind of took off on your Climbed up the counter onto the fridge well, next to the knives, eating some chips. Yeah, because there was yeah. chips up there. Go your own way. Yeah. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac once said, go your own way. You just went your own way. <laughs> yeah. That, you were such a happy baby. You were happy. Yeah, you were a happy child. Now, was I not a happy baby? You just were into everything. You were just into everything. Yeah, okay. You're cute, though. You got happy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you just cute. wanted to. You just Still had cute. to explore everything and tear up everything. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But there wasn't anything left for Sam to tear up because we had everything up really high after <laughs> you. That was that was an advantage for being a second child because yeah. you learned from the first. There one. There was nothing mm-hmm. for you like to that. get into. Except we didn't realize like, okay, pull the dishwasher door down, put your foot on that, step up on the counter, step on something, the bread box, and then climb on top of the the yeah. refrigerator to get the chips. And we used to store the knives up on top of the, to keep it away from us so you guys don't stab each other yeah, we're not or stab <laughs> us. Yeah. So you're, you're sitting up there eating chips and your mother almost had a heart attack because the knives are right next to you. You're like so, a human yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. I was hungry. Kind of a spidey senses there. Have you told your, that I was your kindergarten teacher? Yeah, you can go. Yeah, you can go ahead and tell that story. Well, Sam was in my kindergarten class because I, there was only one kindergarten teacher in, in our town. Mm-hmm. And so... He got to have me. And Sam raised his hand and he said, <laughs> Mrs. Schwegler, I can't go. My mom can't go on the field trip because she has to work. <laughs> she did. Yeah. And then my friend said, Sam, what are you going to call her? Are you going to call her mom or are you going to call her Mrs. Schwegler? And you go, I'm going to call her Aunt Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <laughs> and then the PE teacher said, uh, Sam knows everybody's birthday in the whole class. Nobody knows their birthday, but Sam knows everybody's birthday in kindergarten. And Sam goes, yeah, because I sit in time out, and it looks right at the birthday cakes. <laughs> I had to, like, you know, you just read them to pass the time. So devious. If, you, if we were brothers, uh, or I guess if we were brothers in Marvel Universe, I would be Thor and you'd be Loki for yeah, sure. Really? Sneaking out. You think so? Okay. Oh, yes. Fans I, love Loki. Yeah, they didn't like Thor until the third. The one, the one thing that did... So you were two years older. Oh, what was I supposed to say? That? I think I'm two years oh. older. Is that right? Am I supposed to yeah, say that? Because you, you were discussing that. Anyway, it's 20 already been established. Months. It's okay. just calling me One out. thing that did, he irritated that he did, and you, mm-hmm. that you didn't like, mm-hmm. is that because you were sitting there, you you knew the, the alphabet backwards. Yeah. And you would do that, and that would, that would upset him. It irritated him. me so much yes, that I yeah. learned it. Yes, you finally and did. And I said it right back to you after you did it yeah. in front of me. But it took a while for him to learn oh, it. Yeah. It was like, yeah, you had it like... Should have gotten in trouble like more. That. That's, that was my secret. You guys, you sit in time out, and then they have all the things up in the room. You know the birthdays. Well, you and, also you were also there because you'd stay after school with mom, so it wasn't all. Well, time I mean, out. it was after school I, detention, but it yeah. was not. After school. <laughs> I don't think I ever had detention in school. Yeah, did you? No, well, I've had detention. Oh, yeah. oh, you act like it's a good thing. <laughs> do you, do you, but you, you, were, you, you were in the room, so you just looked at everything anyway. That, you, that's you a had, good alibi. You, you yeah. had more room time than the normal kid, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Because you got to school early with mom, and you left with How her. How did so. you get detention? Not, no, there's multiple times. 
Uh, yeah. What? Like what? Go what, ahead and tell us about it, Sam. Which one in kindergarten or? You never I don't know. Mom was I don't think you got detention in kindergarten. You never got detention in kindergarten. I don't know. There's some teacher was uptight about something. I don't know. All eyes on you, man. I guess it's my show. I don't know. Like I can't remember all the. Maybe second grade, you may have got in trouble because, and you and I had to talk about that, which we won't go into details. <laughs> but you were fine. I, I I told you I understand because you said you're. What maybe it wasn't second grade? Maybe it's another. I don't know. You said, "Oh, the teacher." Oh, whatever. Who knows? Uh-huh. Whatever. Okay. So we'll just we'll just go with that. We'll just go with that. Okay. But mm. yeah, <laughs> you'll mm. just go with. But that. I don't think that was detention. I, I think you got detention like in fifth grade. I kind of remember I always, picking you up or something. I don't know because you didn't do your work or something. I don't know. Some teachers were always uptight about something. Yeah, they wanted you to turn in your work. That was fifth yeah. grade. Was six, that? That's when you went. You went to the middle school. Oh no, they got mad at me because I. Well, they got uh, mad at him too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I think Matt I, lost a pencil. Yeah, or I lost a pencil and I got in trouble for it. Oh, that was detention. I did yeah, you have got, detention, you got detention because I didn't have a pencil. Yes. Oh no, I think I remember it was something like. You That's gotta, why I have trust it's issues. It's the right tools for the right job. <laughs> I was talking. I remember I was talking too loud at lunch. That was it. And when we were in Highland. Or midway, I guess. When midway. We, midway. When we were middle midway. school. I got in trouble because I was talking too loud at lunch. I'm like, "That's the time I'm supposed to talk." You're probably like, talking too loud. Yeah. Well, what's the problem with that? It's loud. But it's you want to get it out. Inside voices. Isn't that a Barney thing? No, like, no, because I remember, like, next year we moved to Kirksville and we were, like, eating lunch and I was, like, you know, just talking, like, loud, you know, like, you know, when people were out in public talking to each other. And I'm just like, man, if those teachers from middle school. You're just a loud boy. It's fine. Yeah, so I'm those loud teachers too. from Midway were here. They probably I mean, have a I mean, heart attack. Retail, loud I they know I'm loud. They're just, like, mad. It's like, I don't know. It's like, you know, at recess, like, people, kids are being loud and yelling, you know, having fun. It's like yeah. that's when you want them that's to do. That's when you that. want to be loud. And yeah. then when you get into class, you get it out there. Then when you get into class, you're just like, "I'm tired. Let's let's learn." <laughs> mm, exactly. But I don't know. That's gonna be in my teaching book one day. So teaching book. I know. Just like he's writing a book. How to not be an uptight teacher by Sam Schwegler. Mm. I I was raised by two teachers. They were uptight most of my life. So <laughs> or maybe you were uptight and you didn't know how to relax. <laughs> Because I was probably stressed out from school all the time, from like the 500 pounds of homework they gave me. 500 pounds. 500 pounds. Let's weigh it. I don't know. I feel like in like high school, middle school, it's like, especially in elementary school, I'm like, it's not too much out of school work that you're doing because you're there for like eight hours every day doing the same thing. Well, college, like it makes sense to have homework because like you got an hour there three times a week. And it's like, you don't have as much time, so the extra work helps you practice more. Yeah, you think high school's bad, then you go to college, you live in the library for about a whole day. Mm-hmm. People are wondering why you're still in there, in your pajamas. <laughs> not not I, know. I, don't, I don't need that vision. I think you've seen it on I've campus. Seen, yeah, I don't know why people, yeah. I don't, yeah. Because you probably have to study. Because you, you have tests and theses, you know, you have things you got to do. And you, you don't have time to do it. you got to shove it all in there. And, and, what I, and what I learned is teachers like to schedule their tests. You're a Tuesday, Thursday teacher, so mm-hmm. you're you're out of this. So it's like they either like to schedule their tests for Friday or Monday. At 6 a.m. Yeah, at 6 a.m. Or at 9 p.m. Okay, let's get this. If you have it on Friday, though, mm-hmm. let me just bring up this case. If you have it on Friday, then you don't have to worry about studying over the weekend. If you have sure. it on Monday, now you've got to study over the weekend. Yeah, I know. And I, so, I mean, what... The you, better you can one. have door number one, or you can have door number two. Which I'll take one do door number two, yeah. where I have more time to study. Okay, that is, that oh, is an option. Friday, Friday is a good, good thing, too, because you don't have to do it on the weekend. But at the same time, every teacher's giving a toast on that Friday. It could be. <laughs> so it could be a possibility. Like, they meet together and decide yeah, what day. They do. 
Yeah, I swear they do a little chance. No, they we got their don't, we don't do it. No, we don't do it on purpose. But but here, here's the problem: the, the school I teach at, just Truman State University. Um, here, here's the problem with the freshmen and and. Mm-hmm. With freshmen, they come in. They have freshman week. We they have a certain name for it here. Um, it's not freshman week. They try to get them to stay. So, <laughs> so you, you go that week, and that week's pretty much fun and games and run mm-hmm. around. It's not much hard. It's not very hard. Freshman week's not very hard at all. And so then you get then you get the first week of classes, first two weeks of classes, first week you're just basically going over syllabus and stuff like that, right? And my tell me chime in if I'm yeah. wrong. You just for kinda, freshman year, for yes. freshman, yeah, you're. But but any class you're just kind of doing the syllabus the first day and first day yeah and most like classes I mean I don't that. I don't teach any material the first mm-hmm. day because I gave a pretest okay so the first week's pretty and then you kind of get through the second week and then you go home for a lot of freshmen go home for Labor Day it's pretty easy okay so about two weeks after Labor Day at, at Truman we we hammer you okay <laughs> you, it's, it's because there's gonna, be, there's gonna be three or four tests or a couple papers due so I mean there's and I know you this have four is coming tests, three papers. and I tell freshmen that they don't like uh you know like they give me like what do you know we didn't do this in high. School. Yeah, you know, like, and what they, is typing and a paper? You know what I'm saying? So I go, <laughs> you know, and, and they go, wow, I got three tests and a paper due. I go, well, welcome to Truman State. Told you it was going to happen and stuff like that. I mean, that's all part of it. And, and sometimes when you're, when you're an instructor, like in my case, I teach like a nutrition class, you know, I get my midterm two weeks after midterm because I don't want to give it the same time everybody else is giving mm-hmm. the midterm. So some of us do make that account mm-hmm. in our heads, you know what I'm saying? So ours is almost, my, my midterm is almost my two-thirds. Time. Oh, okay. And so like that, so to get away from that, you know, mm-hmm. so they know that. And then another thing you talk about that, like as your semester goes on in college, mm-hmm. what, what, does it become more difficult? Did you think it became more difficult? Uh, sophomore year, I had a professor give say, all right, we have a test on Friday. First day of class. Oh, syllabus. Well, okay. But Test I'm ta- on Friday. I'm like, oh, okay, but, I mean, here on, we go. On a whole, do you, do you consider that in college, as the semester goes on, the semester gets harder with work and stuff? Um, I think it, it definitely can. On, on it depends general, on, because you sign up for your own classes, and you can decide to do summer classes instead of No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? saying? Like, you, have, you have a class, it's fall semester. Uh-huh. Okay. Does, as, you mean, as class, the semester goes on. Is it harder? As yeah, definitely. Okay, how about you? What, I mean, with your major? I did music, so like it's just projects and. Well, it's not tests, but yeah. still, that's the same thing. Yeah, it's like the more projects you have, and then you have tests on top of that. Well, if you procrastinate at all, it it's all not, comes together at one time. It's not the like skill level of it; it's the work you have to put into it, right? Necessarily, so yeah, that there's, there's, time, there's time involved. You just get more. It's more than idea. Okay, so time like, management is something very difficult. One, for one thing I do with my nutrition class, like. The first third of the uh, first half of the course, we're almost well. You took my class. So you I did. Know. We're in there the whole almost like eighty minutes. It's a Tuesday Thursday mm-hmm. class, so I'm in there the whole eighty minutes. When we get to November, my classes are only about an hour long because I know they've got other academic things. So I I didn't do that intentionally. Mm-hmm. So like that. So you know you try to help them out with that. But and you do brag. You do, but you do brag about having the easiest class at Truman, right? It's well, not the easiest no, class at Truman. Well, there's a class called Health and Fitness 195, mm-hmm. and I brag in that class. Is easy. I don't teach that much anymore. Okay. Have you uh, taken Broad- Hollywood versus Broadway? That is the easiest class. I took film film 101. You went to a different that, college. Was that it, was a three, it was a 3,000 level class. <laughs> okay. So three, it would be 300 at Truman. So was that easy? <laughs> um, the, the teacher said like, no, this isn't, it's just like an easy A. I got like a B in the class. I had to write a big paper it's on. easy A, but you got a B. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, that I, happens. I mean, like, no, I, I knew how like, cause there's a, it was like an overview 
Oh, it was no, it was film appreciation. That's what it was called. Okay. And so it was like an overview of like the film industry. And then there's like the recording and filming. I'm like, oh, I can get that. I got that's pretty. I can just guess on that and get it right. And then I had to write a big paper on Annie Hall. And he was like, you didn't use your own ideas. You used someone else's. I'm like, yeah, that's not what college is about. <laughs> Using someone else's. I don't know. I, I passed the class, so I'm okay. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, there's like, but sometimes a class, well, didn't you take a, um, I took them too, of, of philosophy professors, EZA Smiths. Remember EZA Smiths? Yep. Was it easy? A? I got an A. Okay. You got an A, but was it easy? I got an A too. I had pretty it? handwriting, so that helped. Okay, I won't. Oh, here we go. Mom does have pretty handwriting. Yeah, she does. And dad has the same handwriting as Santa Claus, which is chicken scratch. And your handwriting? And mine's okay. Well, I tell you what, let's go to the end. The boys have good handwriting. No, he I have excellent handwriting. Yeah. Do not. Sam's is probably a little bit better than yours, but yours is pretty no, good. No, it is not. When was the last time you saw my handwriting? Well, we'll have a competition before we go to bed tonight. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> when, the, when the clock strikes, I have strikes good midnight, Dad we'll gets fourth place. And that way, <laughs> that way we can kill the old Santa Claus. Mine Dad, you got a new job. Off, yeah. Mine just has a uniqueness to it. The nice thing it's is you can still do your teaching job because like your one day a year working is in Christmas. I don't know how that works. So, yeah. so I'm okay. not going to work. Well, I got... So you can still do... I got several years before I retire. Maybe I could pick up that gig then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, and that's a, and I think me and Matt have to have a discussion someday about what we're going to do with you two when you're retired, and we have to take care of you. You don't think we worry about that, too? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, I've thought about it. I'm like, well, let's make sure they're not bored, because we don't want them to be calling us all the time. Just make sure I have the Hallmark channel. Yeah. I'll make sure they're taken care of. Okay. We, gotta, we just got to figure out what to do. Okay. Because you said, because you're going to retire, and then a couple years later, mom's going to retire. Probably about three years later. So you're just going to be the old cranky ma- neighbor man who, get oh, off my lawn. I, no, I think they're going to so. move in with you in Tennessee. Nope. Ten minutes away. We're going to do what Steve and Angie done with uh, Aunt Judy, just like a ten-minute drive. No, they ain't living close, in a weird apartment like that. It's close, not happening. Close enough to where if, they need, if something happens so I can go to them. Far enough away where they're not going to walk over, or come in unannounced, make it like an everybody loves Raymond situation. Okay, I, I like that. I, I like that idea. I think we should still, you know, move them in with you. No, yeah, Barry, you, you haven't even seen my apartment. I'm not moving in it. Oh, I'll buy you a house. You want to buy me a house? Yeah, but they're going to be living in it. Wait, 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 wait. You're going to buy us a house? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. We'll screw that. Okay. You want to buy? You don't know how much houses cost in Nashville. It's a lot mm-hmm. different yeah, in Kansas it's, City. It's, it's expensive town. Nashville Who said you were living in Nashville? I think that's where he's living. We're going, he, we're going by the beach side because I got to come over and visit. Sometime. Beach side, okay. Where I, right. where I live still. Let's move on. Let's move on. To Did you not know I lived? You think in about Nashville? all of your past memories within the ocean as you gaze upon it in the dawn. I really don't like the ocean. Yeah, you really don't. You don't Her, have to be in it. You just got to look at it. Hurricane. Well, I mean, I like the. I mean, I like to visit. We'll move you out. If there's a hurricane. I don't think it's like a cool. I don't think I have to live by the ocean. We can't. Okay. See, I always like wondered like every time what, you come down to then? you drive down to like Tennessee okay, to we'll see me, like you stop, you, like you have to go through Illinois, and I'm just like, well, they might just like think like, well, we're already in Illinois. Let's go to Abraham Lincoln's house for the fiftieth time, and then just see it. And I just imagine that like there's some tour Usually, guy. The number of times I've seen it, I've taken different people there. Yeah, I know. We've, we've all been in and, and, a, and a lot of a lot of them have been very thankful that I've taken them there. I could have lived without it. You went once. I, no, we've been twice. Oh, you've been twice. Yeah, right. it's called history. I, I'm sorry. Oh, well, no, it's really funny because Angie was like, "Yeah, I know, I've been there too." <laughs> well, one of the times we took we 
with you were young. We went. That's when the first time you went to the house with Aunt Judy. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, so um, she enjoyed that trip. So at this point, do you just like tell the tour guides when they're wrong? Obviously, I could. You know, I could be a tour guide for that home. I really could. I know. Yeah, I could be. <laughs> probably very been there more time. They, they stuff. You probably. I, I do. I do bring up some topics, kind of like. You know, see if they get the same story. That's we're going to move that. to Springfield. And that's what we're no, going to do in our retirement. No, it's flat. I'm not living in Springfield. Trust me, <laughs> that's not going to happen. So it's just like you know, uh, it's like it's like we'll go to George Washington or Thomas. But Jefferson's I did. Home. I did like we went to the um, Carter home, Carter House in Franklin. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that. That was an interesting tour. From Tennessee. Yeah, we went the last time we were down to visit you. No, wait, it wasn't the day before. It couldn't have been Carter. You mean Jackson? No, the Carter House. The Carter House is in Franklin. It's where a World War II battle, oh, World okay. War II battle, excuse me, Civil War battle was. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, it's it's Christmas Eve. Woo. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, they had three. We went to visit three houses that all connected in the same tour. Okay. About yeah. that. About that battle. Battle of Franklin. Oh, okay. Battle of yeah. Fran- yeah. Because there's like the Battle of Nashville too, and yeah, you're in the South. Are you viewers into this? Oh, they're, yeah, this is riveting. Okay, well. They don't care, yeah. They listen to whatever. Okay, well, let's get some riveting stuff. We don't got, so, well, how many, you know. We anyways. Uh, yeah, finish up. Like, how okay. many minutes left do you have? Or something like that. Yeah. Um, we, have, we have like 15 minutes to go. Okay, all right. Okay. So, like, what do you, so, since Dad, you've been listening to the show um, this summer, any mistakes I have to correct about you? Uh, yeah, so every once in a while you go off on some tangents that aren't uh, factually correct. Okay. But, Do you but, have any... Room? No, I'm not going there now, but... No, you know, it's, but this it's, is the moment. I can't, I can't think of them right off the top <laughs> my head. Uh, I try to forget, you know... Because yesterday was Festivus, so we just have to air our grievances, so... Matt, you what, like Matt, your nose ring? Yeah, what, what's... I don't know why you're something... They, I was, like, why? surprised they didn't say anything about it. I didn't get it. a birthday present, but you got a nose ring. Yeah. Oh, I see. I said I sent you happy birthday. I don't it was remember. literally on your birthday when I got it, too. It's really weird. So why were you, you had the money to buy a nose ring, but not me a gift? Yeah, that's it's a small world. Well, mm-hmm. that happens that way sometimes. <sighs> yeah. So, but yeah, I was. Just, but what prompted you to get it? I just wanted one. Okay, yeah, no, but what? Yeah, go on. I was just like one day. I was like, I want to get a nose ring. And then I found a place to get it pierced, and I got paid on that Friday, and I went. They stuck a hole in my nose, and it tickled that's how they do because the little needle thing was cold, and. So how it happened? Well, what, for, know, what image are you going for? Okay, I, I'd like to talk about the only ones yeah, I know. I'd like to talk, I would like to talk about what the, some of the things you said. Uh, I can't think of anything, but in the future, I when I listen, I, I have a pad and pencil. How about that? I'll okay, write it down. that works. So future pro- podcasts, we can we can discuss mm-hmm. it. How's Any, that? Anything you're mad about me for being here right now? Have you? Not that I can think of. No, mom. Yeah, you're mad at me, aren't you? About something. Nope. You both are always mad at me about something. I, can just, I don't think so. I think I think we've blown that. You're blowing that myth way out of portion. I don't think there's been anything we're mad about you. About. <laughs> They're just like, Since you know, like, oh, no, we're not mad at you. You're for just something. naturally irritating. They've gotten used we just, to it. We just naturally. I stop recording. I'm like, I can't believe what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think. No, I don't know. No, sorry. Don't like my. You don't you, like you gotta, my. You got to get over that. That's my your, impressions. That's of, your your. That's your problem. Impressions of what? You didn't like my I impression, mom, on her phone. Which I can't like show because it's just a facial thing. But then there's dad talking on the phone and you're like yelling into the phone, Sam, what are you doing? I'm like, we can't, you, somehow <laughs> our connections are not good when we talk on the phone. It's because you have an Android. Uh, don't think My so. My connections are just fine with You also Android. have an Android. And yeah, well, Androids to Android. We don't have problems. So. It's Adam and Eve, so. 
It's the uh, it's uh, Apple phones. Not I'm not a big fan. Mm. I'm not either. You all have iPads. They're though. also restrictive. I do have an iPad. You have to download an app to delete a cache on an app. Another app is redonk. No, you don't. You have to just like go no, in you do. You can't no, you just go, go delete it. a cache. Yeah, you can. I, I do it is all the time. Is that an update now? Probably. Okay. I do it. I just been used to. Okay. I do it, but yeah, you have iPads, so. <laughs> Matt, do you still have that iPad 2 that we got like for I do, Christmas? but I don't use it as much anymore. Yeah, I need to upgrade mine. What do you got? The iPad 2, the one you got me for Christmas in 2013. Okay. So that's from, it's getting kind of old, so. I think we got to find some kid, parent, who wants to buy their kid a cheap iPad. Mom's got a what? You got. You helped me buy it a couple years ago. Yeah, helped. it was like a Mini 2 or Mini 3, because I remember there was, the only difference was like the thumbprint scanner. Yeah, and $100. It? Okay. So. I don't have an idea. School got me the one. Which mm-hmm. is, oh, it's the schools technically. So, so you got to put a virus on it. Just you just go crazy with it. There's viruses on Apple, and yeah, but you got to intentionally put it on there. No, there's some people at school that get get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, believe it or Do not. Do they monitor what you're doing on your school iPad? I guess they could. Everyone has an FBI boyfriend. We all know this. Oh yeah, we're all. I got a little kit cover on my computer so you can select the webcam i don't i want them to see me you, know, you want to put on a show mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the britney spears song circus <laughs> all eyes on me <laughs> so but no the reason i have it it's not because the api because i don't do anything illegal oh yeah and so we all believe that yeah um mainly because hackers can get into your computer or see what you're doing yeah. that's the main reason i do it because like because just because you think, oh, I'm not that important, hackers won't bother me. I'm like, well, they can still get into your financial information. and Yeah, they can. And then try to. And I got a piece of scotch tape over mine. You do? Yeah. Yeah, just to that. Just but. for hackers. Like, when you say hackers, it makes more sense. But you say, oh, yeah. the FBI is watching you. Can just yeah. wear a mask every time you do stuff on the computer. The ski mask. Mom, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a ski mask in the basement. Or we did, you know, in like one of the drawers. And what? The- yeah, it was like a ski mask. When like, you were little boys, you wore them to play in like, the snow. The black and like the holes on them, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was yours. You guys played? Yeah, it was, it was it yours when we all out of the snow. People yeah. would see that and be like, why do you own this? Because it's like the stereotypical one robbers wear. And like, they don't think they even sell it. Because it kept your face warm. You enjoyed that when you uh, made snowmen. You remember, Matt? You had one too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, now I remember. Get your money in the bag. <laughs> money in the bag? Yeah, money in the bag. Money bag. Money bag. Money baggins. That's my song. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, so. The dog's doing okay, I guess? Yes, Kit is doing great. She's living her best life. How old, how old is Kit now? Kit is probably about eight years old now. She's getting old. Is, do big dogs live longer or small dogs live longer? I don't know. I can, dogs I don't, just live they just a live. certain live length. How, it, how old do you certain, live to be? Certain is it, is it certain, really like seven years a, a year for a dog? Is like seven like, years a yeah, year? Yeah, is that, is that pretty, 15 years. A year to a dog. They leave. They can live about fifteen years old. Is that oh, okay. what you're asking lifespan? Well, that'd be seven. It depends on the breed as well. The breeds have certain genetic problems. Yeah. They have higher risk to dying of this or this or that. Yeah. How's Rocket? Oh, Rocket's doing great too. You want to tell people? She's what, a lot more talkative. Is? Rocket is a pearl cockatiel, and she is very attached to me and me alone. She cockatiels are the only birds that can hiss, so she hisses at people Sounds who like- do not like me. Sounds like you. Or, or, sorry, the hisses of people who are not me. <laughs> yes. Um, does, I heard something about like a bird's, goes, a bird's, morning, like. bird's morning poop or something like that. Huh? Is that still a thing? What? 
So, like, in the morning when, like, with birds, like, when they wake up, like, they have to poop, like, a big, big old poop. Uh, they just do it until No, <laughs> she just does it all the time, like a animal like mr quigley this is a great topic that's it's what the people pay to You're, listen the to people pay to listen to that all well, right it's called a podcast so you guys are great thank anything. you thing unless you have unless your bill o'reilly he has his own uh paid podcast subscription so uh, like you have to pay to listen to oh, his okay ever since he got uh kicked off fox news <laughs> okay so sam i gotta know what kind of what kind of music are you listening to right now well, okay, so you're asking my question. Yeah. Um, I Which you're not going to ask it, so I thought I'd I listen to you, uh, the new Mumford & Sons album a lot. Oh, really? Delta, I like it. A lot of people, <clears throat> it's not critically popular by the critics, but I like it a lot. Uh, the new 1975 album's really good. I've heard that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A brief inquiry into online relationships. Um, so the two albums I've had on repeat. Um, Thank You, Next by Ariana Grande. Oh, <laughs> that one's been in my head. <laughs> <Let it go. laughs> You would. One taught me what love. You're such a, a Bieber kid. That's what you are. I know. We, we're just growing, growing up on NSYNC and Kool-Aid. NSYNC and Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. So what kind of music are you listening to, man? Oh, it's probably rap music. Right now, what am I listening to? Like Offset. Takashi Cardi B. All that stuff. Stuff you guys would not like, so we're not going to listen to it. I mean, I've listened to Cardi B and Offset. He's part of Migos. He gets. Oh, he's also truck. featured in a lot of hey. other different songs. Yeah. But, hey! <laughs> but, but, uh, hey! Sorry. It's the SoundCloud rappers formula. Do you think Migos like go to the bathroom together? No, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I get that they... I'm surprised they're all going solo. That's the... Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I didn't that's know... That's what they, rappers do. They all collaborate with everyone. It's great. I didn't know they could do that. Like, oh. they, they are allowed. Okay, well, you live and you lose, and you it's gotta you live and you learn. You gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Kenny Rogers. I'm there not, you go. I got you. Hold them and love them. <clears throat> so remember that yesterday. I'm like, that's not Willie Nelson. No, yeah, I know. I told you <laughs> Kenny Rogers the other day. So all right, Nance, what, what so, music you listen to? Um, I'm really <clears throat> into Francesca Battistelli and Lauren Daigle. <clears throat> yeah, we saw. Yeah, we saw oh. her at Lauren Daigle. Yeah, <clears throat> what I've been talking about, but. We saw Francesca in the Opry. Yeah. That was a fun show. She's it was pretty, good. It was a good show. Yeah. She's yeah, good. You, I have a singer Francesca. <clears throat> she's Christian. She's Italian. She's, she's the kind oh, of singer mom. I would never have guessed. Italian background. She's Italian. Italian background. Battistelli. Francesca. She walks on stage like, hey, hey, oh, what are you doing? Babada boopy. Bippity boopity. Yeah. You kind of, you actually, I thought, okay, I'm not sure you're going to like going to Grand Ole Opry, but they had a variety of. Yeah. It's just like they just do like two songs and then they yeah. leave. Yeah, bluegrass. They, it's like we don't like one person. Like, oh, maybe. Next was it person. a bluegrass group from uh, Great Britain? Yeah. They were really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like shocked. I thought, mm-hmm. okay, this is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. So, do you have any embarrassing stories you want to tell me or or Matt? Matt, especially. Specifically, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. Embarrassing stories, embarrassing stories in general, or just any stories in general you want to you think the audience should know. Oh, I have something. Um, okay. So I was work. I work right, right. I I went and got my Panera as I do, and I'm looking at my phone while I'm eating my salad, and it pops up and it says, "Do not eat romaine." <laughs> <laughs> And as I'm reading that, I am eating the romaine. So I was freaking out all day that I was going to get E. coli. It was, it was great. 
That's good. That sounds that's, like that's a fun story. I, I wouldn't have that problem. See what I what I did. Um, um, I was at Chipotle and there's a big sign of like urgent or something like that on the door and i'm like oh geez what's going on please don't be closed please don't be closed and it's just like sorry but we are out of we do not have romaine lettuce i'm like oh thank god <laughs> but you don't need it anyway so it's <laughs> not a problem i, I love just like, romaine i told I, the people at the counter i'm like you know you really scared me at the door that's something serious happening found out it was just lettuce i'm like oh <laughs> yeah i think i got the romaine poisoning you think you got yeah. it mm. e-coli well, she had she had, i don't know but she uh had a little lettuce and then I don't know if she just happened to get well, a... Well, I ate lettuce a, every day that week for lunch. And you would know if you got... Because I was well, sick all weekend. It wasn't, you didn't feel good. Well, you, it was Friday you felt bad. You went mm-hmm. to bed early. And then Saturday you'd feel good. But you, you kind of started bounce out of it Sunday. Uh-huh. So. Oh, everyone's good. But then sick. I couldn't eat lettuce the next week at all. All my cash wraps smell like, so lemony. The customers come up and they're like, your cash wraps smell so good. I'm like, yeah, because we disinfect everything every hour. Everyone getting sick right now. Everyone stay home. Don't do anything. Start a band. Move to Philly. <laughs> Lock your doors for Christmas and don't come out for a couple of days. Yeah. Someone, someone's on the roof. If it's Santa, you murder Santa, become Santa. Put on his clothes. The coat. You put, put on, on his coat. coat. No, he put on coat. his pants too. He didn't. He didn't murder Santa. Santa did it himself. Well, he was gonna murder Santa. No, he wasn't. If someone's on the roof, you're gonna murder them. Well, he didn't have a gun. Santa slipped and fell. <clears throat> what are we talking yeah. about murder for? <clears throat> Yeah. No, because to become Santa, you have to murder the old Santa. But you don't. Or you have to kill the old Santa. The old Santa does. But you don't know that at the time. And you know, in, in Santa Claus 3, Bernard is not there. But Curtis became the head elf. So, Because that's theory, because Bernard got a, a, a series on CBS. That was in I, the real world. Which I think got dropped. <laughs> that's why so, Bernard was not there. Curtis, but I think the series got dropped, if I remember right. So, so Curtis killed yeah. Bernard. And that's why Santa Claus 3 was a mess. And this conspiracy theory is... You should be on sci-fi with, with the Santa And that's why he thinks Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. We're wrapping it all together oh, at the end of the episode. That. Here we go. But uh, anyways, so um, we're nearing the end, finally. And so um, your, finally. Yearly, your yearly punishment from me is over. But uh, do you have any last words anyone wants to say? Well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Come to the Truman Track Meets? Um... Actually, we have two this year. Nah, that'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just I won't get the tour. To I'm too busy running them off. Get that tour schedule. Yeah, you, you, you get go. that. You get that out of your nose. You look like Ellen Page. That's what I have to say. Okay. Well, thank you for your opinion. No one needed. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year to you. In jail. <laughs> <laughs> In jail. And uh, if you can check out more shows like this one at shwaymedia.com, and you can also check out uh, more of what I'm doing at simshogunmusic.com. And in the meantime, like always, stay awesome. Hey, I'm, I'm Sam's dad, and I've been on two Christmas specials, and, and I, my name has been brought up in vain several times in many of his podcasts over the, over the years. And so, you know, I just wanted to get on and, and you know, kind of talk a little bit about Sam and, uh, you know, <clears throat> and things that he says on the, uh, the podcast, which really are really exaggerated. Um, exaggeration may not be even the proper word. Uh, you know, his, his complaints about uh, Kansas growing up in that for like the first 12 years. And then after that, uh, growing up in Missouri for 10 years and so on. So he has a tendency to exaggerate things. He also has exaggerated things about his mother and me that he says and everything. So, you know, um, 
you know, I think the podcasts are great, except for those little comments that he makes here and there and everything. But, you know, uh, Sam was a second child. He felt like he was, you know, uh, his brother got everything. His brother, his brother got the present. He got the empty box. You know, that went on quite a bit in his, in his in, you know, in his, uh, lectures to us about how bad of a parents we were. So I just, you know, I just want to bring that up, but I, I really like the podcast except for those little tidbits of, of information that he throws out that are very inaccurate. And, um, well, you know, that's about all I have to say right now, but, uh, Hey, I hope you all keep listening to the podcast. I think they're great. And, uh, if you hear anything about Sam's mom or dad, just, uh, just admit that it's, it's totally false. Thank you very much. Bye. Welcome to this episode of the Schwedcast. It is your host, Shweezy, Sam, the King. Um, and today on the show, we're just doing one record through. Uh, as is tradition, the Christmas episode. Uh, the famous George Costanza once said that divorce is always hard, especially on the kids. But I'm also the result of my parents having stayed together. So you never know. And so here's mom and dad. Hello, say hello. Hi. Hello. So back for round three. Matt's in the background. He's just going to probably chime in when we talk about him. And he's like, I'm not going to do it, but we'll see what ha- what happens. He'll probably come in soon. He's asleep right now. And yeah, he has a smile on his face, trying not to laugh. Um, so we want to start. We have a couple discussion topics because uh, we're you're probably tireless and argue with your family. So we can just listen to mine argue for a little bit. Right. You talk about your audience. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We can argue for a little bit. Uh, we were talking about, was it the escape rooms? And mom, you did an escape room, right? Yes. I've never done one. Yes. I, I think you joked around that we should do an escape room. And I'm like, that Matt and dad will just fight in like 10 minutes into it. Well, I'm kind of a detective, so I probably could help. Yeah, so you'd be alone. I'm just like, I'm done. Matt and I would get us out. Now, you two would argue the whole time. No, no, I no, we, think. Wouldn't. no we wouldn't. Matt and I would get us out. We get out. We get we we get out. He agrees. Okay. So, anyways, yeah. But that's how I thought of it. But I don't think I'd probably enjoy doing it as much as most people would. But, uh, but anyways, you've Hallmark has been making how many new movies this year? I think forty. So they made forty new. Any groundbreaking cinematography gone on in any of these Hallmark movies this year? We need our update, our yearly update. Well, they were very very good this year. Um, what were they all about? Well. There's so many different plots. I know. It's hard the, to describe the, them all. the plot points, yeah. Is the, I think that's the big point we're trying to look at right now. So, um, what was the plot of the, your favorite movie this, of this year? Well, my favorite one's going to be this this evening, the Wayne calls the heart Christmas, because that's my going to be my probably will be my favorite. So I can't really tell you about what that's going to be about yet. So yeah, you haven't seen the movie. That's the that's the thing. Right. So. And Dad, have you you've seen all of them too, right? I, I've seen a large majority of them. Let's put so, it that way. which one was your favorite? Um, so, this is the one where the where the woman leaves the big city husband uh, for a small town guy with a dog and wears sweaters. Kind of looks like or the woman rooms. leaves the uh, leaves small town life to go to the big city. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, either one. Yes. Now, Mom, here's the question I have: Your son actually lives in a big city. And this time of year is always fearful for us because we're worried that women are going to leave us for these small-town guys who wear sweaters. How does that feel that you encourage these movies that are go against your own son? Well, I think like when you come home and wear a sweater here in the small town of Kirksville, then the, the woman of your dreams will come, come and find you. What kind of woman do you think here would like me? 
like I walk around high V and I wear like weird jackets and like my hair looks normal or good. Um, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think, Dad, do you feel like she's attacking her own son? She's hurting her own son by supporting these movies. I, no, I don't think that's the intention. It may be a consequence, but it's not an mm-hmm. intention. Her so you're intention willing to like sacrifice your own son's happiness for these Hallmark because movies? Because of me watching for these, Hallmark for these keeps low, you from love? Is that what you're trying to say? From these low-budget movies that you keep watching, and they keep getting advertisers, and so now these advertisers are, are supporting crushing big city men's dreams. Well... There's some movies that are, that are do take place in the city, and they don't leave their their husbands. So there's hope for you, I think. So, so what happens when they don't leave their husbands or boyfriends? They they were just lonely beginning. They had like a dog, or they were Santa's child, or something like that. Well, I can let you watch some. There's I'm, a marathon tomorrow that I you think, can watch. I think. I mean, I only need to watch one. I think. I think I'll get it. No, no. That, the, there's the plot board. You could go all different directions. Oh, yeah. There's yes. the plot board. So yes, don't forget the plot board. It's, it's, it's out there. Pick five variables in five different categories. And, right. And then you just go from there. But that pretty much handles all the Hallmark movies, that mm-hmm. plot board. But so Hallmark <clears throat> makes these movies against these big city men. But Die Hard is somehow not a Christmas movie. Oh, I think it's definitely a Christmas movie. When whoa, when you kill whoa, like whoa, twenty whoa, people, whoa. I think that just makes whoa, the Christmas whoa. spirit come in strong. Wow, we have a declaration here because she had never admitted you. You finally admitted that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, a Christmas movie for those who like to slaughter. This is a Schwedcast exclusive. People. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we have. You, you, we've set history here. We've, we've set history. history. Yeah. Well. When we think about Die Hard as a Christmas movie, and then I think we also I discussed a little bit last night because I've been thinking about this how Ru- about Rudolph. And, you know, he was getting abused by all the other reindeer, and then Santa sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, allowed these reindeer to bully Rudolph for his disformalities. But he 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 apologized. I don't think that yes, erases. If you break a plate and say you're sorry to the plate, is the plate fixed? No, it's broke, but. But you can feel sorry for it, and you can try to do your best to get a new plate or make that plate hook, glued back together and make it as, as good as possible. You can, we, so, once, once things happen, you never, can, you, you never can take the, you know, once the stuff comes out of the box, you, can, you never put it back in. But you can do things to... So if you were in Rudolph's shoes, would you not be petty and say, no, that, I'm not help you. I'm going to go hang out with my abominable snowman then, friend. Then you're as bad as Santa, then. Yeah. You'd, be as bad, you'd be bad as the people that you bully. Now you're bullying Santa. So we want to, we want, don't want to go that direction in life. I think I think Rudolph should have said no and let Santa die. No, Santa wouldn't have died. He just couldn't deliver the presents that year. Yeah, and then all the kids would be sad. <laughs> like, why didn't I get presents from Santa? And then right. I'm like, well, you, maybe you need to talk to tell, ask Santa why okay. and be like, well, we were bullying this reindeer okay. for so many the, years. The other reindeers were wrong. Okay, so... If Rudolph acted wrong, two wrongs do not make a right. I agree with your dad. I mean, yeah, I know, but I'm still thinking you. If you're not in Rudolph's shoes, you're thinking about it from Santa. No, I'm in Rudolph's shoes. I understand. I would. I wouldn't. If I was Rudolph, I'd be like, "No, Santa. How about you go?" So you never forgive anybody if they wrong you. Well, you can't just be like, you know, you got to think about it this way. So someone wrongs you is like, oh, now you're rich. Oh, you know, now we're friends again. 
Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right. Well, so that's what. Yeah, let's, I think we just two rights don't make a wrong either. So two rights make a right. So, well, I guess we'll just agree to disagree. Okay, you that's can have fine. your you can have wrong opinions. That's okay. Welcome to America. So, so I guess we can just get into it. So we're having family over here this year, and so I thought it would be a good idea to just go ahead and record a podcast instead of just trying to get ready. Right? It's not the best. Not right. the best idea. Um, that's what I thought, and so we can get this episode and get really in the holiday spirit because we're 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 full holiday spirit right now. Right? Correct. So, because I think mom got us an ice scraper for my car, and <clears throat> I loved it. I was going to get one for myself, but dad didn't like it. Right. Well, I, I got to see if it works. That's okay. Work. Yeah, you, dad, you're skeptical. The proof is in the pudding. So mm-hmm. if it if it works to that, I will text you right away and say, mm-hmm. "Sam, it works." <laughs> I was wrong. So, I was wrong. Sam. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you cut my sleep? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the. I was wrong, and I'm gonna admit it. That's, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I don't have a problem being wrong. You used to have a problem with being wrong. Now you're fine with it. Uh, you you if you would yeah you would fight. Okay, let's not go. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's not go down memory lane where your memories are completely different than realities. Okay, or, all right. We can just change the truth. <laughs> it's not a lie if you believe it. George Costanza. Sarah. Yes, I've heard that. And that you can say that on any resume. Oh, sorry. I had coffee and mom wanted me to use a coaster. There you go. So, but your table's not ruined. I didn't ruin your table, did I? After all these years, I haven't ruined your tables. How does that make you feel? Good. You haven't had to redo these tables at all, have you? Not yet. I don't get the... But this, you get, you, this is great radio. You right and your here. brother moved out. Yeah, true. <laughs> we both moved out at 19. You know how many parents are upset, like would wish their kids would move out? I think it's more like 18. No, cause I was I turned 18 my like beginning of high school, senior year. Oh, yes, yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah, we would both... So around 19. Okay. Matt may have been 18. My, Matt was 18. You're right. For like a month. And then okay. he turned 19. I'm sure your listeners are ex- yeah, no. excited about that information. Well, no, just parents, just remember there is hope. If you if you want your kids to move out, just uh, kick them out. I don't think we got kicked you out. <laughs> that All makes right. it sound worse, though. Yeah. yeah, we voluntarily left. Yes, we did. <laughs> Anyways, so we talked about that. So, And you wanted to talk about the Highland Honeys? I don't know that your listeners would care. Okay. Well, I mean, you're talking about, I was like, oh, can I bring up the honeys? I'm like, you can. Mom's in a cult, so. You, you yeah. need a rebuttal. For yeah, that. that's, you, there's like 12, 13 of us that all are from Highland, Kansas, and uh, we're called the Highland Honeys, and most of us are teachers, and we get together once a month, and we've been friends for probably, it started in 1980-ish, but I didn't, I wasn't in it until like 1990, so I'm not an original member, but I'm very proud to be a member of this special group of girls. They don't, they don't let anyone, were you the last member that let in? Um, I'm the last one that was initiated. There's still a couple ones after me, but okay. they're still pledges. How long are you a pledge in that group? Well, I think I was a pledge for like 15 years or something. Jeez. It's hard to get in. It's pretty elite. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you have to pay dues for that group, or you nope. just have to show up? No, no. Okay, well, that's pretty good. That's why I didn't do a fraternity in college. I'm like, I'm not going to pay. Because you two would not be like, we're not paying for that. <laughs> exactly. 
You're right. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I told, um, had friends in like the music fraternity, and they're like, you should rush. You should rush. And like, I, was, I hung out with them a lot. I'm like, well, I don't really need to pay anything to hang out with you guys. I just show up to your parties or whatever. And then I'm, they're like, well, okay, I'll join. Um, but I'm not going to be a pledge, and I'm not paying. And they're like, yeah, that's kind of two very important factors into joining our special club. Yeah. So, What did Ringo Starr say? If you... You want to, you got to pay your dues if you want to sing the blues. Yeah, true. Yeah, but, but then I'd have to like wear like this pin for like every show I do. Like, it wasn't just for school. Like every show I do. Mm. Like now, it's like I'm not gonna do that. It could mesh with mass, mesh with the outfit or whatever. You know, that's what's really important. Your clothing. But Mr. Rogers was in that same fraternity, so, I mean, it couldn't have been that bad. Okay, didn't know that. So, yeah, he was a weird, he has a, he has a lot of weird stories about him. He's a good guy, obviously, but he kept made sure he always weighed 143 pounds, exactly. Like, he would make sure he swim and, like, monitor his diet because he wanted his, because I love you, so I is one letter, love is four letters, and then three is, a uh, U is three letters. So he'd make sure he always weighed 143 pounds. Yeah, he was a vegetarian. Did you know that? In the movie, hmm. they said, well, why are you vegetarian? He said, well, I just can't eat anything that has a face. True. I mean, I, I get that. I don't think I could kill my own food. Just like, sorry, cow. <laughs> and then kill it. Yeah. Not a problem. <laughs> You're just full of anger. No, not full of anger. I could probably do that with deer. I do not like deer. You got to do what you got to do. I, I've considered myself an animal Darwinist. Where, you know, Darwinism is like some races of human beings are better than others. So it's really bad. It's like racism. But anyways, this is with animals. I was like, I think some animals are good, but there's other animals we, sh- we can just kill. It's no problem. Like deer, let's just kill them. Snakes? Snakes, yeah. They're, dogs are good. Cats are good. Okay. Pigs are good, but we should still eat them. It's like, I mean, there's like some like, yeah, these are acceptable to eat. These are not acceptable to eat. Yeah, mice. Yeah, all my bad. Why do I feel this podcast is not going to be one of your top ten podcasts? Yours actually, the last two did pretty good. Oh, really? Surprisingly, okay. I just I'm surprised. Okay, so I'm well, surprised. We're, we're pretty popular <coughs> around the going, world. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. no, it was really funny because I got your Christmas card and it didn't mention the podcast at all. And oh. your Christmas letter, and that's and we should have put it in there because yeah, just like in Sam's in Nashville, and make sure you check out his podcast, The Schwedcast. Oh well, we'll we'll try to do that free advertisement. Yeah, expect, free. We'll, we'll, like that's yeah. why I want on your for advertisement. You know, we get a kickback. If I if I right? Google yeah, if I Google my name, uh, your page on the Truman website comes up and it says and he has his son Matt, a Truman alumni, and Sam. Sam. <laughs> You're not a Truman alumni. You're not Truman alumni. And I'm not going to, that was my and rival school. You're going to celebrate yeah. where you went to college. Well, it's not you, to you, don't have to, you don't have to put my college anymore. You went to a rival school of mine, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to mention that school's name, but I, I'm glad you went there. Yeah, well, no, I think it would be funny. Sam, host of the Schwedcast, like, behind. Maybe I can. You could talk him into see what it. I can do. And then put a link to it. They might, they might cancel, they may, you know, cut that out, but I don't know. I'll, put my, I'll try. My website I'll link. see what I can do. How's that? Yeah, we could do it. Yeah, just put the website link. Okay. You just got to advertise it whenever you can. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, my son Sam hosted the Shredcast. For some reason, I think they're going to delete that, but somebody <laughs> who edits the, the website. But hey, I don't know. Yeah, they could mess up. Yeah. I still get emails from your school that Matt's an alumni. I don't know how they got my email. I don't either. But I'm thinking I'm just going to say. They still want you to come there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say I am an alumni, and I would like them to make sure to note that. 
And that way, if I can put it on a resume and be like, hey, I graduated from Truman. What'd you major in? Uh, let's do like business science or something like that. Is that a, is that a real degree? No. Business science? No, it's not. Okay. So. Not at Truman. No, I could do business and science, like physics or something like that. It's like hit them with the business and then hit them with the science. You just say accounting, masters of accounting and uh, exercise science and physiology. Yeah. yeah what's, what's a, oh yeah, communications. That's a major. I feel like you can just. It's like, oh, so what do you do there? Well, like, uh, yeah. You, yeah. Can just, you can just it's make It's a wide up. open. It, it, that is a very, actually, it's a it's a major that people find jobs mm-hmm. very successfully, and it's it's pretty much wide open. Yeah. Yeah, I'm amazed what how people Oh, so I, I could just say communications. That's just, yeah. Communication sciences. I feel like that might be yeah, it. Yeah, we're good. That, That's, that, yeah. took it to another level, which, yeah, if you put science, which doesn't exist, but yes, yeah. I feel like, yeah, because there's some science. There's some majors that's like you put science behind it, but it's not like a science. So I feel like that makes makes it like a a lot more professional. Like oh. exercise science, but that is actually well, science. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's actually what I, other? Yes, I've taught in that department, so <laughs> you need to be careful about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else? Uh, I had. Yeah, no, I have a. I can't think of where I'm going. Um, but yeah, you. So yeah, you've been. You still doing good. I saw you at track team came up. No, cross country team. That one. So everyone there was wearing their Truman cross country. I was wearing a Truman track and field shirt <laughs> to the cross country meet. That's okay. And I don't know why in my head I'm like, is this wrong? No, you're okay. That's okay. It's close enough. Yeah, it just <laughs> it is. So more like uh, Truman basketball or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I remember at that meet, there was this guy, he's a little bit obese, but he was like kind of yelling like the, a coach would, but he wasn't a coach. And I don't know, in my mind, it's like, I don't think I want to listen to a fat cross-country coach. Well, I, I think that's probably called a parent. Yeah, I think he's, but it was, but he wasn't as passionate as like a little league parent, you know, like those are the most passionate sports fans. Can be. It's like, oh, your teeth are knocked out? Oh, we just got to stay until the fifth inning. I know you're bleeding out of your mouth, but we got to win this peewee t-ball game. That sounds a little bit more like a high school or middle school parent. But, yeah. Okay. See, you didn't have to since, – since you went to college and did sports, you didn't have to live through me <laughs> like all these other parents. Maybe that's, maybe that's true. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, this is the big game, big game against Marshall. Was that one of your school, your school rivals, Mom? Or our school, right? School I went to Kirksville, maybe. I don't know if Marshall's real. I just like make up school names. There's a Marshall High School, yes. Okay, in Marshall, Missouri. Okay, my rival South Shelby. Okay, Steve Embry's my Steve Embry. Yeah, Uh, but is the rivalry? How's that rivalry working out? Do you steal each other's like Eagles are kind of better than Cardinals. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to admit if you just think about it. Like, so do you? Do they have like actual like Knox County actually has an eagle? Like mascot, like a real eagle. Uh, there's plenty in the in the county, just hovering around. Oh, just hovering around. You don't have like a caged one. No, that would be against the law, I think, because they're an endangered species. No, they're no, they're no longer. They're oh, no they're no longer. longer. But well, you can't. You can't, county, you can't have them as a. You pet. can't shoot an eagle because it's a national yeah. bird. You can shoot a turkey, but you can't shoot an eagle. Yeah, I don't think eagles. Eagles don't look like they taste that good. I. Couldn't tell it's you. It's pretty all muscle and no. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to eat that. Okay. I guess if you deep fried it, it could taste good, but. If you deep fry anything, it tastes good. True. Yeah. That is very true. 
Yeah. Found a place that does deep fried Oreos. I'm like, that's not good to see. Did you eat it? Yeah. Is it good? It's good. It's not breaded like fried chicken. It's breaded more like a donut. Yeah. That's more like a pancake, you know? So there's different ways you can bread food mm-hmm. and deep fry it. Okay. So that's the difference. I think that's why most people like think it's so weird when they hear like deep fried Oreos, deep fried Snickers or whatever. It's because they think of it like fried chicken, but that's a totally different way of breading. This is more like a sugary breading. Right. Like donuts are deep fried. Yeah. But you know that. You take your kids to Casey's and... Used to. Watch them make donuts. Yeah, when, when I lived in Highland. Mm-hmm. Did you get to go? I think so. I don't know if I... I was kind of short. I think it was tall. So I didn't really see anything. I made it stay in the back with... You probably, yeah. Uh, I was probably in trouble for some reason. That was... Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I was probably... I was like, Sam, you have to stand in the back because you're in trouble. I was like, what did I do? You're my son, so that's why you're in trouble. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, your class is okay this year. You told us last night. I don't think Yeah, I've right. got a good class. Mm-hmm. Oops, got a text. Is it from Judy? I have no idea. Hello, good. Merry Christmas. We thought she was going to say hello, and that's how I thought she was going to say it. Are you going to tell you, your listeners know who Judy is? Yes, yeah, Aunt Judy. Okay, all right. Didn't know, know Aunt Judy. All right, I didn't know and you. And then, then she said, she answered the phone with Merry Christmas, and Mom's like, did it raw. <laughs> but anyways, so I think we have other topics we want to discuss today. <laughs> have we talked about any topics today? Dessert, dessert. Have we, have we, we talked about, about Hallmark movies. Have we, we did cover about Hallmark movies, yeah. yes. We, I said it was like a loose conversation. What was our conclusions on Hallmark movies? That they're not real movies. Okay, thank you. So, All right. They're not, they're just, uh, that they're evil. They're against city people. Well, 55 million women in this country... Are against not, are not are against my lifestyle in, in your podcast now. So just let you know. So it's gonna be hard to expand your. Listening, yeah, they know I'm right though. So. Listening base. It's kind of like well, you may not like it, but I'm still right. So, um, but anyways, there's there's a couple stories you've told over the years, Dad, that I want to get on. First is the best man at your wedding <clears throat> worked with Cheryl Crow, <clears throat> and one time I ran into Cheryl Crow, and then you told me this story. And I wish I could have brought it up. So tell the story of your best man in Cheryl Crow. Okay. Uh, my best man was Tom. He, um, when he got out of college um, in St. Louis area, there's a school district, Rock, Rockwood School District. And he, uh, a lot of times they will hire you on uh, people just out of college or hire you on as a full-time substitute for a year. Mm-hmm. And then if you work out good that year, it's kind of like a temp type deal. Yeah. But they got, I think they got benefits and everything, so it mm-hmm. wasn't a bad gig it just you didn't know where you yeah you came to school you didn't know and or if somebody's gone three or four days you might be in that classroom or whatever yeah so full-time subs so um tom and cheryl crow were full-time subs mm-hmm. together at this school um in eureka missouri mm-hmm. uh eureka high school in, in missouri um right next to six flags in, uh, in in st louis okay so um they were full-time subs and then the year came up and they were going to um, they kind of both knew they were going to get a full-time position the next year. So um, so Cheryl said, supposedly to Tom, she goes, I don't, I don't know, Tom. I, I think I might go out to L.A. and try to make it in the music world. And so Tom basically sat down for her, like, <laughs> next three or four days trying to talk her out of going 
out to LA and try to make it in the music world. So that was that was the big thing. So his big thing now, he always talked about, yeah, you, you know how good I talk talk I am. I try to talk Cheryl Crow out of becoming, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, make it in the music world. She so, was yeah. smart. I mean, like, regardless. So say that was a smart move on her part to go go for it because she could easily get back into teaching. I mean, probably not super easy, but easier to get back into well, teaching. Well, it, it would have been harder to get. That was a really good position. Rockwood's one of the best school districts in Missouri. Just more of a very verified job. Yeah, she wouldn't have got a probably a job as good as that, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, she could probably get back in education yeah. right now. She even still know. could right now, probably. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't think that's a problem for her right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah she can. stuff, so. Yeah. Is she, is she, I mean, Matthew McConaughey is a teacher at Austin. Uh, I think it's Texas A&M or University of Texas. He probably teaches one class every once in a while. Like a film class. A guest lecture. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about films today. There we go. He's been weird on social media. Like Garth Brooks is weird on everything. (laughs) We're going to the Garth. We're going back to the Garth. Well, I'm obsessed with him. I've noticed, yeah. Because he's... Well, no, it's just... He's your generation, and so, like, when he, going up in the music industry, he didn't have to do a lot of social media. So when you do interviews, you're not sitting down long format interviews like this. You're just kind of going on a talk show like Carson or Jimmy Fallon or... For a two, three, four-minute Yeah, two, three, four yeah. minutes, and then you're just very fun, and then you just leave. And now you have to, like, be on Instagrams like, well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. And he's just like, let's get raw. Stuff like that. Like, you didn't have to do that, so... I don't think he like knew who to hire for like a social media manager, but then he just acts weird, and then he just so we found out he's just a weird guy, just <laughs> he's like me, but I'm more intentional about it. But <laughs> he is okay. But you listen to the Garth Brooks like Sirius <laughs> XM station, don't you? Um, I don't have it right now because I went to a cheaper package. But oh, yeah, but yeah, I did. The Studio G. It was. I mean. Yeah, I, I remember his comments and stuff. It was okay. I mean, like, yeah, this song, this song really gets raw. I call it "Friends in Low Places." Raw or something. <laughs> or he, he's got a lot of um, even. I don't get the Springsteen station anymore either. But he he'd also give a little comment about Springsteen, mm-hmm. and he kind of go into his thing. Like he did this. Uh, so yeah, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. For some reason he's on like the behind the scenes features because they wanted his opinion on Freddie Mercury for some reason. He's like, can anybody find me somebody to love? And he kind of like made it about him. <laughs> <laughs> he made somebody to love. Like, <laughs> Just to go on record, I think you're great, Garth. I'm, I'm awful. Well, I, love I you. like you too, uh, Garth. Garth, I think you need to uh, g- be open about the Chris Gaines album, the Chris Gaines stuff, because it's actually pretty good. I think he's open about it. No, he they tried to remove it from the internet. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. The only way I have a CD, I had like you, you can't even download it on the internet. Someone, but you know, on, mailed me a CD. Yeah, on Sirius FM, they they I remember them playing. I don't think I'm wrong. They played some Chris Gaines stuff. Really? Yeah. Maybe he's got taken off now. I don't know, but I, I could have sworn I, it was. I'm pretty sure, but I'm you know I can't. Testify in court, somebody could probably tear me apart. Yeah, I need to probably. I need to look into that. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought there was some Chris Gaines stuff on Sirius FM, but maybe I'm wrong. Just have to check it out, I guess. Yeah, I think I have your login on my phone for your Sirius XM. I don't use it that much, but I think it's on my phone. Really? Yeah. How'd you get that? I think you gave me the password for some reason to log into something. I didn't. No, I don't think so. So anyway. I'm not giving out the password. Well. 
So anyway, so what what we we're talking about again? This is not going to be one of your top ten shows, Wes. So we were talking. Well, we were talking about Cheryl Crow. Oh, Cheryl Crow. Yeah. So Cheryl went to L.A. and she. Boom, you know. So Tom's always got this story. I try to talk Cheryl Crow out of. Is she in Nashville? I thought she was in Nashville. Well, I, I think she went to L.A. I thought. Okay. Was, I thought originally. I may be wrong with the story, but I thought she went to L.A. Okay, because I ran into her in Nashville. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so. Where do you hang out? Or if you're a musician, I was, you hang I was out at Target. Well, no, you just go. Where do most of the musicians hang out? They either hang out in uh, LA, where I get my haircut, in L.A. or yeah, yeah, Thomas Rhett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, I don't think if I told anyone, I ran into Thomas Rhett. We were getting a haircut. <laughs> the same place didn't talk to him because i don't know any of his songs i'm not gonna back myself into that situation <laughs> but look like him mm-hmm. when you took the picture so yeah look yeah, well, yeah. that's why i'm like yeah it's I don't, well i had a friend who was like it's like pixar didn't happen i'm like all right <laughs> so you're gonna tell thomas rett that yeah there's a picture floating around him well i didn't i didn't post it online though okay you didn't post no, that's right. how do you know i didn't post it I didn't I, post it. I don't no. think I saw it. I don't do that. No. You don't really post on social media. I do not very much. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it's like if you take a picture of someone, don't you don't post on the internet without kind of their consent. Unless it's like my friend Micah, and I just do it anyways. So your hope th- that you'll get to meet Cheryl Crow someday to verify the story? Well, well I've already met her, well, technically. I mean, hope to meet her again when yeah, you, like, you can verify hey, the story. Like, you know Tom, last name redacted? Kick him. Kick him. Okay, I didn't know if we could say it. Well, don't want to dox we, him. We just anything. did, but so, anyway. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Do you remember him?" I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, who's the best man at my dad's wedding?" He told, "I heard a good story about you." Hmm. We we can get all the everyone's side. I can get Tom on here sometime. He can just verify, or maybe just get him. Like, hey, just tell me the story from your perspective. Yeah, it'd be interesting. So, I, yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, I, you think she'd remember him? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a. I mean, I, I think I mean, she probably would. But probably, I, don't, I, don't I would know. say I think if I said like. Rockwood, uh, you worked with him at Rockwood, and you were both substitute teachers. She'd probably probably ring a bell or something. Rockwood like that. School District, yeah. They, I, I think it was Eureka High School. I think it was. Okay, yeah. I think no. if I, yeah, I think that would probably ring a bell. Yeah, for her. probably would. Is he still at that school? No, he um, he left there to go to a private boys Catholic school, okay, which that, is like one of the the get, places in St. Louis. So get more money. he teaches there. <laughs> actually, he did. He actually took a pay cut. Oh really? Yeah, to go there, but it's, it's a, li- a better school. Yeah, these are low lit, and then not as much problems. You know, private schools. Are- oh yeah, because you don't have to. Because if you get in trouble, they just kick you out. That's right. <laughs> they can't do that. In public schools. Yeah, they have, to, they have to work with you. That's yeah. a weird thing when you go to the difference between like the like a city and then like here. It's like here, it's like well, you can go to the Catholic school until you're in eighth grade, and then you're in public school. <laughs> and so when like if you're in the city, everyone's like, "You went to public school?" I'm like, "Yeah, everyone did." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then you know the city like you went to public school I'm like yeah it's pretty rough <laughs> I'm like oh so yeah well people like I get that like you went to you went to the high school I went to mm-hmm. they go you went there I go yes it was different back then than it is now but yeah they have accreditation problems now oh yeah and yeah. you went to high school with Pam Pam Hop that's true thank you for bringing that mom's up mom's like yes so on Dateline this yes. is, this is you a good story uh, okay. So, yes. Dad was in town. He had a Truman had a cross country meet against uh, Trevecca and Lipscomb and 
other purple schools. Because <laughs> there, okay. there were like five purple schools there. I don't think there were five, but there was, there was, there was a lot of purple There was at least three, but go ahead. Um, and so we're sitting in their hotel room because I was already in Brentwood for something, and that's where they were. And so we're sitting there. Dad flips to Dateline on his TV. And then there, so there's just start playing the episode, you know, Dateline, like the quality. And then it's like, this is Pam. And then, my, and then you know, and they show, like, she murdered these people, blah, blah, blah. Allegedly. Let's not, let's not get ourselves in trouble. But go um, ahead. So, and then Dad's like, oh. Oh, that's Pam. And then me and Mom, I think we were like looking at her phone. We were like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I went to high school with her." So the story behind it is, so she convinced a woman, and this is from my memory. So you know how accurate I am. Don't cite this on your bibliographies or anything. Uh, <laughs> so what happened is she convinced a friend of hers, I guess. Uh, to put her name on her life insurance policy? Correct. Supposedly, you yes. Put, you, you, from the dateline. Date we just go all but from the dateline. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't, yeah. Go and ahead. so she convinced her to do that. And then, supposedly, I think she was convicted. Or is she still waiting trial? I, I, you know, I've lost, I thought she got off, but then they were going to put her back on trial or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, it the clues make it look like she did it. At least the dateline. Reporting the Dateline reporting, yeah. the evidence they showed yeah. shows that she did it, and then tried to frame her husband for the murder by like dipping his slippers in one of her blood and like throwing it in the closet. Uh, so that's what happened. And so, but her husband had like a very solid alibi. He was at his friend's house playing games mm -hmm. and watching a movie, and then he came home and saw that she was yeah, murdered. Not Pam's husband, but the, no, uh, the victim's husband. The victim's husband. I can't yeah. remember his name. So, and he got like a really good lawyer, too. Well, he, he spent some time in prison for it. Yeah, he, and then, but he got convicted somehow. Then he got out. Then they, yeah, they let yeah. him out because uh, I think they found evidence yeah. it wasn't him. Uh, they kind of reopened it, I think. Yeah, and then... Yeah. And then now I think Pam is on trial. Then there's been some other activities they allegedly, she allegedly did. So, yeah. So. Yeah, she was a year behind me in high school. Mm -hmm. I... Knew of her. I knew of her. I didn't, I mean, talked to her maybe a couple times. Uh -huh. um, she didn't murder you. So. No, she didn't. She's, she was a teenage girl. I thought she was a little wacky, but, uh -huh. uh, but you know, all teenage girls are a little wacky, so uh -huh. I didn't think anything twice of it. But yeah, that was kind of a shock. And how I found out about it, it was be, well before the Dayline thing, is that uh, um, we have a, a high school reunion side. Yeah. I've never went to one of the high school reunions, but one of my high school reunions, but there's a high school reunion site that I'm on, um, keep contact with some people, and uh, th she came up in one of the... Yeah, threads. Know, yeah, one of the threads, so that's how I found out way before, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And people were like, well, she was wacky in high school, and uh, mm -hmm. I didn't think she was that wacky, but obviously, whatever, you know, so I, I, I'm not saying she's guilty or anything, because I haven't kept up. Yeah. Or anything like that, kept so I'm just going by the Dateline thing that's on, yeah. But uh, what was... Yeah, but I see like all these big podcasts coming out, like like the storylines that are like go through each individual. And people are texting me, so that's why you're hearing beeps, I think. Um, but yeah, well, no. So I saw someone online posted that their dad used to work with Ted Bundy somewhere, and then he would like his dad would say every Friday he'd be like, "See you Monday, Bundy." And he had to be like, I bet Ted Bundy wanted to kill him. Yeah, that movie. If you see the is a Ted Bundy movie, it was he was the guy that killed the women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With Zac Efron? No. I saw that one. That one. Oh, okay. That well, one was pretty good. They did one. Who, who's the guy on NCI, uh, NCIS? Um, Mark Harmon. 
Okay. He did that. That was one kind of his breakout mm-hmm. in the acting world. Yeah. And he kind of and he got the you know did some other things and got the NCIS thing. But yeah, Mark. But they, yeah, they did a recent movie. It's on Netflix. Oh really? Okay. But Zach Efron plays okay. Ted Bundy. Um, it's, it was based off a book. So he had a long term girlfriend for a while. And I think it was based off like a book she wrote. Like she used to be serious with them, and then that escalated, and then eventually got convicted. But she is like the initial person. Who report after she saw the sketch of him because I think they were in an abusive relationship. Okay, no shocker there. They didn't portray that in the movie. Uh, the weird thing about the movie though is they made Ted seem like a good guy, and they really didn't actually like oppose like show him as like a murderer until like the very end of the movie. So like that was a weird thing with the movie. Matt's Matt's the. Uh... <laughs> Matt's playing. Matt, what are you playing in there? It looks like he. My Xbox Game Xbox Game playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, so yeah, is Ted Bundy your favorite serial killer, Mom? Um, I didn't really have a favorite. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Most housewives are really into like those like murder mysteries. I'm I'm into Hallmark movies. So, so. <laughs> picked a good one, Dad. But uh, I think. I really think Ted Bundy's unibrow was worse than the murders. I can't remember. He had a really bad unibrow. Let me see if I can okay. pull it up. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Somehow I don't want to see it. I'll be honest with you. Just like he had a unibrow. I, the, a unibrow is just optional in my mind. I'm going to trust you on that. Like, you know, like you have like certain things about your body you can't control, like how you look and stuff like that. You can take off that hair. Yes, that's, like, that's true. Like someone famous once said, separate but equal is terrible for schools, but terrific for eyebrows. Okay. The complete polar opposites. Is that, Mom, do you agree with that? Um, I guess. Do you get your eyebrows done, Mom? That's a weird question. No, I don't. Okay. I always, never thought you did. I know Dad doesn't. That's pretty obvious. You gotta tweeze the in-between, though. Yeah. I don't have much problem with the unibrow. Yeah. I get like a little bit of hair. It's not like connecting to a unibrow, but I just tweeze it off and it's gone. Yeah. So it's nothing wrong with being able to grow a unibrow. It's keeping the life choice to maintain and live a life with a unibrow, I think is the problem. These are deep philo- philosophical thoughts is, I've never is, had, really. So, this is, yeah. But you, you agree, though, I right? need Well, I need time to reflect and... Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't contemplated the unibrow yes, that I, much. yes. I have to get back to you on that. I don't know. It's just it's just a weird choice to me to have a unibrow. Once again, we're not. Gonna if, be you, if you if you had, yes. So say if you were able to grow a unibrow, would you just tweeze it off or would you I would, keep it? I would do something to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. See, it's it's just an easy fix, and I don't understand why people have it. No, well, you got a point there. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, if someone's like missing a tooth or something like that. Like teeth are that can be expensive. Mm. Like so, that could be like a reason. But like, I would I would donate tweezers. Like, I'd spend $1,000 to donate tweezers to people just so unibrows don't exist. Wow, you feel strongly I, I, to I, donate $1,000. I think, I think you, you could use that $1,000. dollars i was like, oh, you know, there's student to lunch debt. pay off your car or something. Yeah, you know, you know student lunch debt's a thing. You know, I'd pay off my car. But, you yeah, know, I think yeah. unibrows are the real big problem. I can, yeah, I can see why you're doing great financially. I know. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm a great... Yeah. Philanthropist. Yeah. Uh, David Ramsey, what's his name? Dave Ramsey. Hey, Dave Ramsey, he's gonna come up to uh, can ask me for advice. He's so. out. Of, isn't he out of Tennessee? 
Yeah, he is. Yeah, I applied uh, for like a podcast editing, editing yeah. position. Yeah. God, I got turned down for that pretty okay. quickly. All right. <laughs> Not unless they sent an email back, though. So. Well, at least they, you know, maybe. They You're didn't. very professional, Dave. Your company is very professional. Okay. So, and anyways, um, so we're in here. So I think we talked about two of the big topics with two side topics. Okay, this is, is yeah. Okay. This is great radio, right? This is, I'll tell you. This <laughs> Probably is, the worst episode. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I think this is the worst episode be, we've done. I could, we could be in the bottom ten. We were in the top ten at one time? Yeah. We're going to be in the bottom ten this time. Last right. year's did pretty well, though. Really? So, okay, I don't think this is going to reach that level. Go ahead. But, um, Maybe we can raise so the standard. Most I, people have probably turned off by now. Yeah. Turned it off. But um, go ahead. So Big I've, finish. I've told this story multiple times, and it's titled "How I Know My Dad Would Never Cheat on My Mom." Okay, because you talked this on. You talked about this. On I the think I talked about it like a little bit, okay. but from but you've told it to me, and I've told other people, so I may have gotten some things wrong. So to start it off, one time, the the story of how I know my dad would never cheat on my mom starts with uh, my dad went to Hooters once because it was the only. Restaurant open. I now I want to let you finish. For well, that. I was in Jacksonville, Florida, for a convention. That is like the perfect place to go to Hooters. There you go. So, <laughs> so the, the convention center is down on the off the river, and um, it was late, and it was the only place open. And, and I'm in with a group of people, and they said, "Hey, this we'll just go here. It's open." <laughs> and I go, "I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should do this." So anyway, went in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. The actually the service wasn't very good. I was very disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was it wasn't very it's like good. Like you look good, but you're a terrible waitress. Uh, <laughs> I, no comment on your end. I'm just the, I'll the, make that's the, my comment. I, I, I you know they I'm not sure they looked that good either. Um, the standards weren't there. Okay, I'll just put it that way. It wasn't like a high class Hooters. I, I don't know. That's my first Hooters. <laughs> my first and only Hooters, so I cannot tell you for sure what Hooters is really like. Mm-hmm. All right, so in there, so I come out of the restaurant, and so I call your mom on my cell phone. And I said, I need to tell you something. And there must be something in my voice when I talk to your mom. She can tell. She goes, she goes okay, what did you do? That's <laughs> what <laughs> she said. And uh, used to be a um, – anyway, so um, – with that, and I told her, well, I went to Hooters, and she goes, okay, and I don't know what she thought of me, but I was several hundred miles away, so smart, I guess I was safe for a while, uh, and everything. but I, I do have a problem, if I, I try to lie to your mom, she kind of picks it up pretty quick, mm-hmm. or, and, you know, stuff like that, so she kind of knows me, so um, even if I tried to cheat on her, I'd be caught within mm-hmm. a matter of minutes, let's just put it that way uh-huh. okay so kind of give you kind of give you an idea so uh-huh. yes i would wouldn't never cheat on your mom but yeah uh-huh. but i would get caught right away anyway so you know all these people try to hide it I don't, I, there's no way i would be able to do it so mom what are your thoughts these many years later is it just kind of like whatever well i've i mean i feel like i trust your dad mm-hmm uh-huh. I mean, you did the right. That was the right thing to do in my mind. They're just like, yeah, just tell her immediately what happened. This situation. Yeah. Uh, but I've never had like interest in going to Hooters. I actually saw on like Uber Eats. I think it was there. Like the, there was a Hooters like doing like a delivery set, like limited sale or something like that. I got a burger from there and like had it delivered from home because I didn't want to leave. Um, it was okay. So I mean, so I kind of been to Hooters, but I've never gone inside. It's not that interesting. Yeah. Doesn't sound that I'm not that interested. It wasn't. I had a friend. You, you like this? You, I want your advice. You're like you've been married forever now at this point. Uh, thirty five years. Thirty five years. So basically forever. Uh, 
So I had a friend, I'll leave her anonymous. Uh, she was setting up a date with a guy and they, I guess they were going to watch some sports ball game or whatever they're called. Uh, and so like, they were probably going to go someplace like Buffalo Wild Wings. That's sure, yes. an initial place like that. That would right. be a good place to go mm-hmm. to. He, his first suggestion was Hooters. Okay. And I suggested to her, yeah, you should, that's a red flag. <laughs> I would think, I would think so. If I had a daughter, so that was, if yeah. I had a daughter, I don't have a daughter. If my daughter would say, Hey, such and such asked me on a date and he wants to take me to Hooters. I would say dump him like, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. Th- that's not. Drop him like a hot potato. I mean, if you're like dating and then she's like, you know, we can go to Hooters. I kind of want some hot wings or something like that. Like that makes sense. But yeah, if she brings it up, that would be like, thing. I'm like, fine, yeah. Yeah. But like. <laughs> we had friends that their little boys wanted to go to Hooters because they thought it was an owl place. <laughs> yeah. Because they used to have that mascot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they still do that. Do the, they still have the, the O's? Yeah, with the, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they thought it'd be cool. Yeah. I remember like kids in high school, like their dads would take them to Hooters, and like they it was so cool for them. I'm like, I think it was for for the dads. Oh, well, the kids thought it was cool too. Uh, they would take pictures with the girls too. <laughs> right, but it's still. I think that was more for the. To be honest with you, I probably think more for the dads than it was for the kids. Well, just, I mean, the dads had to take them. Yes. They it's did. not like you're like, you know, this, this is really for my kids. <laughs> yeah, it's really for my kids. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I'm not. Yeah. I One, I would never take a date there. I think that would be a good move on be your part. a good part. move. I think that would be a good move. You kind of got to go to like, um, oh, and I think he also suggested Twin Peaks, which is a, kind of a Hooters-like restaurant in Nashville. I don't know if it's a local there used to be a show called Twin Peaks. I know, it's not the TV it's show. Not, it's not based off of that or anything? Okay. I mm-hmm. don't know. So it's, I think it's a Hooters-like yeah. restaurant. I don't know if it's like a huge chain. or I think there's like two in the Nashville area. Yeah. But anyways, I thought, but yeah, that's not, you know, let's just go to a date to a strip club. You know, they got a really nice all-you-can-eat <laughs> buffet. Yeah. And um, it's really good. I like the music they play there. <laughs> but so, Mom, what would you do if a guy asked you out and he said, let's go to Hooters? First date. First date. You don't know this guy. Well, if I was really hungry, I might go for the food, but I doubt it. <laughs> really? <laughs> you would? I don't think I'd go out with. Would them. you go to a, a strip club that had a really good all you could eat buffet? <laughs> <laughs> no. But anyway, oh, it was a male strip club. <laughs> no. Okay. What? Where did you take mom on her first date? Yeah, why don't you explain? I that? don't think we ever went on a date. No. <laughs> We never went on we a date. We, we went never, rest, to a wrestling meet. You, yeah, well, here, you want to hear this story? Yeah, I want to hear this story. Okay, all right, hopefully, yeah. This will, again, boost your ratings. Mm-hmm. All right, she she wanted to, she had a friend that was an assistant wrestling coach at this, on this college. In Kansas okay. City, yeah. In Kansas City. I guess he came in the summers to, to Truman mm-hmm. to get an administration degree or something, okay? Mm-hmm. So she wanted to see this guy, and... I don't think she could find anybody want to go with her. And since I've been asking her out and she's been turning me down, she goes, well, we can go to this. Why, why don't you go with me? We'll go to this wrestling meet. She goes, I go, well, I used to wrestle a little bit a long time ago. So she thought, okay, so you know something about it. So we went to this wrestling meet to watch to watch this guy's team who's wrestling against Truman mm-hmm. that she, yeah, that she knew from summer school, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so that was our first date. So then, you know, during... I guess that was the first date. You'd call that a date? 
because I really don't call that a date, but she calls it a date. Okay, so I guess it's close to the we had the first date. Is that before the group date? I think we did a group date after that. Okay. But he called and my roommates told him I was never there. Oh. She, she didn't want him to talk to me. Oh, yeah, I'd call. Can I talk to Nancy? He goes, um, she's not here, and she'd just hang up on me. <laughs> Yeah. How does that work out years later? And it was there was and there was another one like that, and then they were actually they were in the wedding party. Uh-huh. Yeah, her wedding, what, bridesmaids or whatever you call them. Yeah. That, what? Yeah, that's a good question for Tom to ask him. What do you think about the wedding party? Yeah, well, <laughs> we won't go there. That's another show which we'll never have um, with that. So I guess that would be the first date. But it's kind of weird when somebody says, "Yeah, let's go out." Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll to go hooters. out. We'll go out. No, we'll go out to this wrestling meet. Which and she's all she complained about. She doesn't like wrestling the whole time. But then she leaves me to go down and talk to this guy, and then she comes back, and I walk her back to her dorm room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's exciting. That was exciting. Yeah, again, this this has elevated this podcast to all time bottom ten. But yes, I mean, you, you, you didn't take her to Hooters. So. I didn't know. There's no Hooters in Kirkstone. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't wouldn't have took her to Hooters anyway. So that that would have been a safe bet. So, so you yeah. got lucky there. Yeah, it's like. Friends don't let friends take their first dates to Hooters. Well, I wouldn't think so. So, yeah. But uh, what was it? I was going to say, yeah, so. You should put a survey question up. That, survey you know, question. How many, how many of you, how took, many of you, you take your first dates to Hooters? Hooters. Guys, yeah, see what, what kind of what, what kind Women, of have you ever gone to a first date to Hooters? Hooters? Yes, that could be it could be a male question, a female question. Mm-hmm. That would be, yeah, that'd be, that, that could kind of hit, you know, that might make Nashville front page or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think I'll. I have a desire to ever go to Hooters. Okay, just doesn't seem not as a date or even even my friends. I'm like, you want to go to Hooters? I'm like, no. <laughs> so you've asked your friends to go to Hooters? No, no, he's not asked. I'm not. Oh, okay. I don't think. But if I think if I did ask my friends, they would say no. Oh, got it. You have classy friends. Yeah, yeah. My friends are too too classy. Yeah, for me. Anyway, so Christmas Day. I think we still have a little bit more time. We got to run through. Um, so I remember we were talking about the Christmas Carol. We're, we're going to watch. I want to watch a Muppet Christmas uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, uh, because FX just did a new one, and it was really dragged out. It's 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 not really draggy if you watch the whole thing. It's it's mm-hmm. it's just um, it's disturbing. It's dark. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to put it. It's a dark. It's a dark, and it's very modern day um, horror. I mean, not necessarily uh, horror. Not but. quite to that level, but maybe. But like, uh, um, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge was molested. Okay. And you know, I could just—I don't want to give away anything for anybody, but yeah. that he was. I mean, he—it—it it, it kind of shows in a different way. I, I think it's well done, but yeah, uh, I don't. There's a lot of good with it. I just think there's a pacing issue with the movie. It's, but this is more you're getting into. It's two hours. It's two hours and fifteen minutes long. I feel like they probably didn't need to make with it. With very short, you know, this is FX. Yeah, and it, you know, very short commercials. I was like surprised. Yeah, I thought, I thought, you know, like you know, usually commercials are like three minutes. I mean, you know, when you have a break, it's three to four minutes long. Mm-hmm. This one was maybe ninety seconds. Maybe okay, two short commercials and boom, you're right back at it. Um, but I think it's you know, it's something. It's a different. It's, I, I like the concept of it. I just think there's some uh, scripting choices. Like he goes on these long monologues. It's like, dude, can you be quiet and like? Yeah, but you're getting, you're getting, you get that's character development. I True. Think. They're getting into it, and you kind of really know how he feels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of different. Where I just watched this morning, a one was back in 
in the late 30s. Oh, it's like the, the one I think is funny. The, they have the weird language. What day is it today, young Tim? Something like What's that? Uh, today is Christmas yeah, day. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, yes. Uh, actually, that's in there. Um, that one. It you know, just kind of shows a little different. It's mm-hmm. more of a modern-day version. People can maybe relate better to it than... It just, you know, in that version I like, and that's my favorite version probably, mm-hmm. you know, just that Scrooge is just a money yeah. problem. You know, how did he get that way? It didn't really kind of character develop there. Mm-hmm. Here it shows... Really, yeah, it's more about... It's more of a Scrooge story there where the others is the lesson of you have to haunt, supernaturally haunt the rich into sharing. Well, maybe. I guess that's one storyline you could say. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting, but they say that actually, like, some good film critics have, like, reviewed all the, every Christmas story adaptation that's ever taken place. And they actually, a lot of them say their best one is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Not, you said Christmas Story, which there's only one. No, of yeah, that's. I don't know. Have you ever done a remake of The Christmas Story? I don't think. No. It's, I don't know. It's just, it seems like. There's some movies I just feel like they remade a lot of people be again. Like, yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. We watched that yesterday. Like, I don't think that needs to be remade. I do one year. St- I still one year want to watch it in color. I know you're against that, but that's coming. I've seen it so many times in black and white. I don't know if it, it's ever been colorized. That's no, I think question. it has. Has it? Okay. It's I'll, different. I mean, we watched uh, yesterday. Was it Yesterday Miracle on 42nd Street? Is it 42nd Street? 34th. 34th Street, 42nd. That's, that's Billy Joel, I think, album. 42nd yeah. Street. Okay. All right. Good. Well, okay. I get my streets along New York. But uh, yeah, it's 42nd Street. That's a Billy Joel yeah. album. Okay, 34th Street. You know, Color Eyes, I don't like it as much, but because it's not, it's hard to. I, don't was know. It, I think Jam, Jimmy Stewart, he was really against colorization of movies. There is a bit, I, there is a good thing where, like, it's when it's in black and white, if it has. There's a lot of character to it. It really sets the time period it was made in. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I've just seen that movie so many times, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, was the movie like like Hitchcock did Psycho, was that black and white? I think so, yeah. I think it was intentionally made in black Mm -hmm. and white. Because they had color back then. Yeah, the film class I took in college, uh, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, that that movie intentionally. Intentionally like that, yeah. So, I mean, there's a cinematic effect, right? They're Mm -hmm. trying to get... So what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, so I like Elf a lot. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. I mean, that's obviously good. Uh, the Grinch, Jim Carrey. That's a classic. Uh, I think he just ruined it. He just, yeah. That's just. There's yeah. a lot of good jokes in it's there. A, it, yeah. There's. I mean, if you think of some of these movies, are like the the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. The, those three movies. Yeah. We went. We binged and watched all three of them right away. You know. And, we we taped uh, we yeah. recorded all of them. And They're on Disney Plus too. So. We went through yeah we went through all the commercials real quick, so it wasn't very short. You know, really, it's not that long a time to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe four hours, four and a half at the most. I like I like well, that one's like the first one I really like. Second one's pretty good. I'm not that into the third one. The third one I thought was pretty a good take. Oh, I thought I like, uh, the, I like the idea of uh, it. Um, Jack Frost is good. Yeah. Oh yeah, Martin. Um, Short. Martin Short. We did a great job on that. So, but there's some good one-liners in yeah. all those movies, and that's what you kind of invented. The show, yeah. Even though you've watched, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's the nice thing about those movies. You you watch them again, so you get the one-liners. Mm-hmm. Just die, die Hard's got some great one. Yeah. The, uh, there's oh, oh, that's a good Christmas. There's movie. a colleague that I work with, and we're always doing Christmas. We're not. I mean, always doing movie one-liners, mm-hmm. like from A Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. We do Die Hard. Um, 
uh, hunt for Red October. There's, you know, that's why you, you know, why do you watch a movie more than once? Some people watch a movie once and never watch them again. Mm-hmm. And they go, I've seen it once. I don't need to. You go back to because there's something that's always pulling you yeah. back. And for me, it's always those one-liners in movies. You know, and like, I've been obsessed with the end fight in Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah, yeah. We may need to watch that. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, just the final fight. I like. I'll go because I think you think he's doing a simulation, right? Game. What? Because he thinks he's in a. Isn't it like they think he's a he's, Ender's really thinking he's doing a, it's a simulation, battle and it's actually the real battle. Is no, that right? no. Did I get the ending wrong? I got the ending wrong then. Okay. I mean, no. So, it's, so I mean, there's a there's. Kind of. So, Doctor Strange looked into, like, 14 million futures to see, like, the outcome of the battle, which means, like, he actually, like, he legitimately lived through it. (laughs) Like, 14,000 realities. So, in reality, Doctor Strange is, like, super old, mentally, not physically. Uh, But, yeah, that was, like, the one they won. Okay. So, there was kind kind of a simulation there, but... Okay. We had to make sure everything fell into place correctly, where Ant-Man went to the quantum realm, uh, and then the five-year time gap happened, and then Tony had to take the stones from Thanos just in time. Okay, well, I, okay, I get confused here. So we're, we're, are we talking about Ender's Game? or we talking- Avengers Endgame, yeah. Oh, Avengers Endgame. I thought you talked Ender's... Oh, Ender's Game. No, that's a different movie. That's what Ender's I was thinking. Game. Okay, we got totally wrong. Okay. That had uh, Asa Butterfield, who almost played Spider-Man. Okay. But thank you, Lee, didn't. Um, but yeah, no, Thanos, you know, he had to... Yes. Yeah. Tony had to sacrifice, oh. and that's why Dr. Strange's like, I'll let you die. I'll, I'll yeah. let you die yeah. for this. And then he's like, you have to live, so you can die at the right moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I know, did, did you like that movie? It was fun. Yeah, I remember I remember you had a hard time keeping track of everyone. I'm like, well, there are 60-plus different characters to keep. I know. And yeah. so I was like, eh, I'm not going to hold you any to this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are, Disney Plus are making like TV shows off of, you know, Scarlet Witch. And then the new guy who got the new Captain America's shield. Yeah. He's, they're doing a TV show with him. And so it's going to be, that's why I got Disney Plus, and that's why I'm keeping it yeah. for it. So and that's why you guys get it, too, since you... Use my account. This is the first situation ever where a parent has mooched their child's uh, streaming service account because usually, in a situation, you two would have an account and then me and Matt would take it. Have you ever been compensated in, in some different way? Yeah, of course. I don't. I'm not upset okay. about it. I just okay. think it's a funny okay, situation so that that I'm using your account. Uh, there is. I, oh, I don't mind it. I know another person that they're using their child's account. Okay, so there's, I'm not. I'm not the only one. There is another. There is. There's <laughs> one other. Just like in Star Wars, yeah. he was the last one. No, there's another. <laughs> so there is another. So I mean, I don't mind it. I'm like, that's fine with me. You guys can use as much as you want. You don't really use it that much. Is so you're gonna explain Baby Yoda to me? Explain? I mean, we don't know. Well, yeah, there's. I mean, I think even like George Lucas initially made Yoda species like unknown. Yeah, for a reason, and so that's what's so interesting with the Mandalorian. They're like exploring like what is Yoda's species or yeah anything with that. If you haven't seen the Mandalorian, <clears throat> yeah. but it's yeah it's great because I'm like oh it's a Mandalorian bounty hunter. I'm like this is cool. I'll like watch first episode see what's like. And then they get the baby out. I'm like all right, I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah, they got you. They, they're gonna they're gonna drag it out for yeah, you. That sure. was a good move on Disney because you know they want to make toy sales. They 
Star Wars toy sales are, you know. Well, I, yeah, I forgot about that. They make it you always forget about toy sales. So were there, were there baby, baby Yeah, they're making Yodas? Baby Yoda toys and stuff Matt, like you didn't have any Baby Yodas in... Jay's in pennies, did you? Okay, no. There was no big. I just wondered. There gotta be. There gotta be. I would like. Yeah, I would get. There one. gotta be baby Yodas out there. Well, they had bags. You had a bag, right? Yeah. It was a bag. The bag was. I don't, on. They're just starting. I mean, they just they're launched just Disney Plus in November. So. Okay. All right. So like they're they're and, still rolling, and they wanted to keep that. That wasn't known until till that episode. Till that episode it was okay. a good. That was a good like surprise because no one saw that coming. Okay. Except it just makes me upset that in the pre the sequel trilogy, it doesn't show up once. I can I'll spoil this. If you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, Baby Yoda does not show up. Okay, I didn't think and it would. I wasn't planning on that. Yeah, so it's, it's. I would be disappointed if it did. Yeah, it's kind of. Well, I was disappointed he did. Yeah, I was disappointed he didn't show up. You wanted him to be there. Yeah. Okay. Could he be like a toddler at this point because he was he's fifty. That's uh, I think it's nine years after the Battle of Yavin. That's when they blew up the Death Star the first time. Right. That's the house. That's like. 8 B.C. A.D. in the Star Wars universe for okay. some reason. That's like a turning point. I thought it was like five years. Is it meant no. Mandalorian's eight years? It, five years? So Return of the Jedi is five years after uh, the Battle of Yavin. And okay. then four years after Return of the Jedi, that's when the Mandalorian takes okay, place. Okay, that's when it takes over. It's where okay. the, Empire right, is. Okay. the Empire doesn't really have any control anymore, so stormtroopers are like looking for work, so they're just working right. for any rich Empire loyalist. They can hit get. Mm -hmm, so. Okay, and that's when there's that one episode where they had all the heads on like sticks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's that. So yeah, check out the Mandalorian if you haven't. Give them free. We've given stuff away already. So I mean, you got some insight, low. Every episode. I mean, there's an overarching story, but like each episode's so like individual, inter like individual, yeah. like it works together. It works. It does. So, so it's a great show. Uh, it's the same director who did Iron Man. The first two Iron Man movies. Oh, really? He did uh, the new Lion King and the new Jungle Book, the live-action remakes. But um, Ron Howard, Howard... Daughter, he directed an episode. She directed, yeah. Yeah, yeah directed I saw Lauren. Bryce Dallas Howard yeah. at the end of Lion. Yeah, did you see that one? Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting. I mean, her she dad... Did good, I, you know, she did yeah, a good she, job. I mean, her dad's a terrific director, oh, so... Yeah. Seeing if she needed, like, any advice. Yeah. <laughs> just... She has an easy phone call to make. That's <laughs> true. So, anyways, well, thank you for coming on again. It's always a, it's always a pleasure to have you uh, on the show. And uh, anything you want to say? Oh, we have to air our grievances. Okay. What What's your grievances? You have to. No, you have a, any grievances about me? Uh, grievance about this podcast, probably because it's going to be in the bottom ten. <laughs> your, your listeners. Mom, you have any complaints? <laughs> Girls complain about something about me. Well, I don't want to say it out loud. So. <laughs> it's okay. This is the time to well, do it. This well, here, is the one time of year to do it. Here's the deal. The, the thing is, most of your listeners will not hear me say this because they've already switched it off <laughs> by this time, mm -hmm. I would think. So, yeah. So I always assume they try to switch it off either when we get to the advertisements and then <laughs> after they the fast forward through it. Make sure you get the advertisements in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Just got to get the ads in and then you just got to buy the products. Okay. That's why you just tell your track team, like, hey, you don't have to listen to the show, but, like, sign up using the links in the description of this episode. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, bus trips all the time. You can have them listen to it there. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> right. All right. Only 58 more episodes to go. Okay. All right. So, Mom, do you have anything else you want to say? No. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. Okay. Happy Honda Days. Still Toyota Thon. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Merry Christmas. 
Kwanzaa's coming up. A Toyotathon's not going to last for long. You better leave the house uh, now. Is Happy that, New Year. Is that January or is that? I don't know when Toyotathon ends, I think to be honest. That's, I, thought it was I was January. just here. It's about to end soon, and it just puts me in a panic. <laughs> okay. So. Well, you, you just rented a, a Toyota car, so. Yeah, Toyota Corolla. So, there you go. Not a very good car. But anyways, right. uh, everyone have a good Christmas, and I hope this helped you out. Stay awesome. Yeah, I had a friend when I was in uh, grade school, high school, junior high, and uh, there was a story that came out of this uh, with him one time when we were in high school, a little bit after high school, I think, or no, it was it was in high school. Excuse me, I'm sorry. And um, he just walked up this one day and said, "Hey, I got tickets to the Doobie, Doobie Brothers, and we're going to go on Friday night. I think it was Friday night." And um, at that time, you know, he is kind of a cut up guy, and sometimes he uh, always didn't kind of exaggerated stuff so we go like yeah right yeah sure enough he goes well dad's let me have the car so i'm gonna you know i'll pick you all up at you know such and such time and stuff and go oh yeah okay all right so we didn't know what was going on so um we we got all you know we got ready to go on friday and we thought we were gonna go i thought he was playing a prank on us and everything so did the other guy other two guys besides me and all of a sudden we're going down downtown in St. Louis, and uh, we end up in the, uh, I think it was the arena um, at the time, they called it the arena, and uh, <clears throat> so we go there, and we walk in the place, and we got these tickets, and he's got the tickets, and he hands the tickets to a guy, and they go, oh yeah, so they walked us down, and uh, we're sitting like six rows back from the stage, and it was just kind of, a, you know, like, wow, I've never been at a concert that close before ever and everything. So I'm thinking, we're thinking like, oh, what's going to happen here? Something's going to go on, you know? <clears throat> we're not really sure what's going to go on here. We're, we're afraid of, you know, someone's going to come and, and throw us out. And all of a sudden, a couple of uh, security guy walks up to us, and I go, oh, here we go. We, we're going, oh, here we go. We're going to get kicked out. We're going to get kicked out. And he said, uh, uh, and he, he mentioned the guy's name. He goes, yeah, you know, my friend goes, yeah, that's me. He goes, well, after the concert, you're supposed to stay right here, and I'm going to escort you to the to the backstage. And we all just, I mean, the three of us guys were just freaking out on this. Like, we go, you know, we're like, is this real for real? Really, really for real? So, you know, we went to the, con- you know, the concert started. We went to the concert. And we we sat there and and uh, and all of a sudden the security guard came back and he says okay yeah follow me and we went to the back and um, this guy was really um, that, I, that I knew was really M- Michael McDonald's cousin and um, it, it was kind of amazing because we walked in there and and he goes he calls out the guy's name and and he and he goes hey Mike how you doing they call him Mike and he goes hey I haven't seen you since Anth. Bertha or something's Thanksgiving at one time. So they're having this conversation and the three of us are just sitting there uh, just stunned, you know, and everything. And we, you know, saw the rest of the band and I won't go into what state they were in at the time, but, um, you know, and, you know, that, that's, that was my introduction to Michael McDonald. And he, you know, he's a pretty cool guy at that time uh, when I met him. So uh, that's pretty much the story and that's it.